Your smile is what you sell. You promise me heaven, then put me through hell. Chains of love got a hold on me. When passion's a prison, you can't break free. Oh, you're a loaded gun, yeah. Oh, there's nowhere to run. No one can save me. The damage is done. Shot through the heart, and you're to blame. You give love a bad name. Intelligent and 
put it down in. Why don't you just have another beer then? Then you'll call me a bitch and everyone we're with will be embarrassed and I won't give a shit. My fingertips are holding on to the cracks in our foundation and I know that I should let go.
I'm Eric Dewey. I'm Steve-O. Hey, and I'm we Steve. are socially awkward. I am with us is uh, with uh, is is. <laughs> I was like, oh no, they're talking. They don't know it's not over yet. Oh my gosh. Um, we're having a few technical yeah. uh, hiccups only because we are trying something we've never tried before. So little uh, growing pains are to be expected. Well, and, uh, and, and Steve-O and I literally just sat down at his table, and we were like, hey, can you hear me? Hey, can you hear me? And then all of a sudden, you were like, hey, and we're here. And we're like, oh, shit. We literally sat down at the perfect time. Um, we were just playing with his uh, brand-new Nintendo Switch, and he was checking it out. So, But now we're here. We're sitting down. He's got his headphones on. Welcome, everybody. Yes, we <laughs> welcome, are welcome. back in the studio. Oh, man. So, of course, yeah, I know everyone's probably out there in uh, radio land and everything going like, oh, Steven's back. And they're like, wait a minute. I haven't, I haven't heard this this person in a while. So, Eric. What, Hi. What <laughs> the strange, strange voice. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I'm shocking. I'm shocking myself right now. And it's a little weird because it's not uh, the normal, the normal way we do this. Uh, typically, I'm in studio with you guys uh, at the same time and everything and but that's not possible being that i am still out here in uh, adjective toledo ohio and you guys are back there in arizona but through the magic of the internet we are doing this show all together yes now let me uh, ask you you said typically you're here when honestly was the last time you recorded an episode with these guys though uh, the last episode I recorded was in June of 2016. Okay. <laughs> That's you were pushing a year there, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it's it. It was getting up there. Um, I'm hoping to do this episode and at least one more coming up in May when I will be visiting Phoenix. Hopefully, we can uh, bust out an episode that weekend. That'd be oh, no. that would be awesome. Yes. Um, but yeah, just the logistics of, first of all, I normally am working during this time, which is usually why I'm listening to the show is because I'm at work and my work is a boring data entry job where I can have headphones in all the time. So it works out. Very much so. So 
I, I guess if we're playing catch up, um, I've got more than than one week's worth to talk about, and I won't uh, bore everybody with everything. But suffice to say, obviously, I did move out here to Ohio, which was the plan. Um, as we, as anybody who was listening back then knows, uh, the move did not go very smoothly. Uh, we were supposed to be buying a house. The mortgage, the actual loan, fell through. And we had some problems with that. Uh, we ended up living in a La Quinta for three weeks uh, because that was the only place that would take us and our dogs while we found a, a house to rent. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was a little nuts. Uh, and then we had trouble getting our – we had packed all of our stuff into one of those the, the pod uh, thing where they ship that across the country for you. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, we had some issues – with getting that to the new house, because the new house, when we, we've got this place that we're renting now, the driveway is very, very narrow, and it's offset from the driveway of the next, like, it's supposed to be a shared driveway. It's supposed to be one of those where it's a shared driveway between the two houses. But I guess the owner on the side of us did not want to put in sure. anything for the redo, and the owner of this house really wanted to redo the driveway, so he split it and did redid our driveway, so we've got a nice new driveway, but it's offset by about six inches. Their driveway is higher than ours. There's literally a ledge. <laughs> so the pod people couldn't drop off their stuff. They couldn't drop off our pod. We had to rent a truck, go out to the pod location, unload all our stuff there into the truck, then drive it back here and unload it again. Uh, it was it was a huge nightmare. Yeah, it sounds like it. Jeez, man. Yeah, yeah I did not realize uh, just how much of a pain that – that all was and staying in the La Quinta for three weeks there. Oh, uh, that was the worst. I mean, not, and nothing against La Quinta. They were actually very, very nice. I mean, they were the only place in town. We actually, we were trying to save some money at first. We were going to go, first of all, we only thought it was going to be a week. We figured yeah. the most we're going to have to be in this hotel for is a week before we find either something else to rent or we figure out this mortgage situation. Because when we first came out here, we thought that the mortgage was still going to happen and we were still going to buy the house that we were originally supposed to buy. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until at least a week and a half after that fact that we officially found out, okay, nope, that's not happening. We're not getting that loan. We're not getting that house. We need to figure out something else. We tried to go to uh, Motel 6 because they had weekly rates. And I called and I said, listen, I've got four dogs. It's, you know, three people, four dogs. Is that going to be a problem? It's, you say pet friendly, but a lot of places say pet friendly, but then have limits, you know, one animal or two animals or one cat and one dog, you know, like they have very specific restrictions. And they said, no, 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 no problem. I check in, I get some of my stuff unpacked. Uh, my wife and daughter had not arrived yet with the animals. And I get a call in the room from the manager saying, yeah, four dogs is too much. You can't, you can't stay here. And I'm like, you've taken my money, you've checked me in, you've given me keys, and now you're telling me that it's going to be a problem? Like, how come nobody said anything beforehand? I'm like, what can you do for me here? And he's like, well, of course, I'll give you a full refund. I won't even charge you for the time you've been in here. I'm like, I've been here for an hour. What are you going to charge me? Well, yeah, what's your hour rate? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't that kind of hotel. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, and so I had to pack up everything. And so I called the La Quinta because we had stayed in uh, La Quinta – across you know during our trip across the country we had stayed in a couple of la quintas because they were advertised as being pet friendly and they actually were they did not have a problem with the amount of animals that we had um and they were really cool and so you know i'm not complaining about the la quinta i'm just complaining about having to stay in one for three weeks you know one room with two beds for three people 
it's not fun for that length of time when you're not on vacation going out doing fun stuff. Yeah, when you're supposed to be living here, not vacationing and seeing the sights and everything. It's not like your budget was to go out and enjoy the town or anything like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like we're literally living in this room. You know, I felt even worse for for my wife and daughter because they were in there most of the time. They didn't really have anything else to do. I you know, was working, so at least I got to leave for eight hours at a time to go to work. <laughs> like, so long, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> I get to go to work. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much how it was. That's kind of how it felt. Um, but, yeah, so we had that debacle. But then we found this place, a uh, really decent rental house. It's got its issues. It's an old house that was in very poor repair when the guy bought it. He put a lot of work and effort into it, hoping he would be able to flip it. Unfortunately, the market being such as it is, he was not able to sell it. So we finally put it up for rent and we came along and said, okay, we'll, we'll take it. We'll, we'll rent this for a year and go from there. Uh, the owner's been really cool as far as being a landlord because we have run into issues. We've had a few different, actually a couple of different plumbing issues and a couple other little issues that came up here and there. And he's pretty much been on top of it. Uh, when we've, I've just texted him be like, Hey, this is going on, send him a picture. And he'd be like, I'll get somebody out there. Unfortunately, right. the people he's chosen to come out, not as good. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, we've had some issues. The first guy he sent out was like this handyman guy, and he sent him out to try to just do everything. He was doing electrical and plumbing and all this stuff, and he left a big mess, and he clogged up our sink really bad because he tried to – he was doing uh, drywall, and he had the putty to seal uh, the drywall, and he rinsed out his drywall – his putty trough in the bathroom sink. And from that point forward, that sink does not drain very well at all. And I'm almost 100% sure it's because I'm like, you're supposed to rinse that outside. You're supposed to go outside and rinse that with the hose. Why were you doing that in my sink? Um, yeah, yeah, so. It's, it's funny when you say that because I'm not even like a handy person. Like I know how to do a few things around the house. But even I know you don't fucking wash your putty thing off in the in the, in the the bathroom sink. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we dealt with that and it, we, it finally got to the point where he, he kept sending that guy out for problems and he wasn't getting the job done. So I told him, I'm like, listen, I don't think this guy can handle this. You might want to get somebody else out. You know, I was trying to be nice about it because, yeah, he is getting somebody out to take care of our problem right away. But it wasn't actually taking care of the problem. So I was like, yeah, maybe send somebody else. And so he sent these other guys out who were better at doing the actual work. But they leave a huge mess behind them every time they have to come out for something. It's like, oh, my gosh, guys, seriously, like clean up after yourselves. Which is funny, though. I, I feel bad for the first guy, though, because Eric literally just sent his landlord a dick pic and saying, yeah, he's not going to be able to handle this. <laughs> so now, check this thing like, out. Right. Hey, 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 check this out. So give us a little bit more of the overview since it has been since June your last time. Um, now, I do know uh, to highlight uh, your own life. The I know you've got a studio set up. In your basement, which is really awesome. Yes. Yes. That was one big thing that I really wanted during this move. I'm like, okay, we're going to be getting this house. I had already picked out what room it was going to be in, in the house we were going to buy. Uh, the house that we ended up with is one bedroom less than the one we were going to get. So I did not have a spare bedroom, unfortunately, which was going to be my studio. Yeah, so okay, instead, yeah. what I had to do is we, we have a basement. It's not a finished basement, but it is a sealed basement. So it's mostly waterproof, basically, is what that means. It means when it rains... Uh, there's a couple of corners that a little water seeps through the walls, but for the most part, it stays pretty dry down here. Mm -hmm. um, so what I did was I took a corner. I took the furthest corner away from the actual door to the basement and the steps down into the basement. 
I went to the furthest corner of that of the room and I put up uh, a plywood wall and, you know, kind of blocked myself off this little corner. So I have a plywood wall behind me with a bunch of uh, acoustic foam to dampen because it's just a, a, you know, a little concrete box basically <laughs> so yeah. it echoed really bad in here at first sure. uh, once i put the foam up it's been better uh it is really cold down here in the winter time though because the heater you know i'm actually right in front of the heat the heater is directly behind me you might you guys might hear it kick on at some point <laughs> uh, unfortunately it does me no good because it only blows the air through the ducts up into the rest of the house there are no actual heating oh, vents oh. down no, here by you <laughs> uh, <clears throat> space heater you're good yeah, yeah that's what that's what i have i actually have a little space heater going next to me blowing on me and i have a chewbacca snuggie uh, available to me should it become too cold i can i can wrap myself up in my chewbacca snuggie and be good to go uh, i do but yeah, it's it's been cool because I, I had my own little space. I was able to to put up some decorations. I have some artwork from some of our friends that we've had on the show. I've got uh, I've got a piece of Val's art up on the wall here. I've got uh, I framed the newspaper article that uh, Steve, Matthew, and I were in for the Awatuki Foothill News. News, yep. Yeah. We're actually, the front page, not just in front page, baby. I, I, I that still blew me away because they did the little article on us. We're like, okay, and so then they took some pictures. Like, okay, and then they comes down. And we're like, oh shit, we're on the yeah, front I, page. I, I, uh, I thought we were like a puff. Did we piece. just? I think we just peaked. <laughs> we we yeah. did it. We did it, guys. Um, it. Yeah, it really was uh, kind of the the uh, one of the best moments. It was great because I found out about it. I knew the story was going to come out. I found out we were front page when. I get a Facebook message from my ex-roommate who lives in Ahwatukee saying, you know, she Facebook messaged me saying, hey, uh, so I, I go out to get my paper this morning and there's my friend on the front page. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> front? Very um, cool. So I have I that like framed this. and hung yeah. up. Um, I've got a piece of Raven's art, one of the one of the prints of the um, the samurai Boba Fett, the, the samurai Mandalorian that she signed. I've got that framed and put up here. And of course I have the amazing uh, line drawing that uh, Sarah Wilkinson made for me of Jabba the Hutt loving up on a dragon. Actually, speaking of dragon sex and everything like that, this leads into, because we learned oh. that we got that from a card you, game. Like, I don't set that segue up very often. No. When, I, when, I, when I do, it, it it delivers very poorly. Um, no, because I actually I finally picked up uh, I finally picked up uh, Joking Hazard. Oh uh, yes, yes the the game that you actually gave me for Christmas and thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Uh, I haven't played it yet because you need like three. <laughs> um, so I totally get that. But I I have been getting addicted to a lot of card games and that's why I sent that one over. I got a Rick and Morty one uh, from Nerd Block last oh, month. Yeah. Which which is actually really cool. So there's two ways to play it. This is why I think it would really enthrall you, Eric. There's two ways to play it. You can literally play it where you're like, you want everyone else to die and you survive, or you want to work as a team because your whole goal is to try to figure out which ones are humans and which ones are parasites in this episode of Rick and Morty that they actually did. So you kind of be like, oh, you can look at the card and then put it back down, but you don't have to tell anybody if you want to play it like that. Oh. Or you could be like, oh, I know what it is. It's such and such. Or you can even lead people in the way of like, oh, yeah, it's totally a, it's totally a parasite. And then the killer would be like, ha, sucker. You know, like because every time someone <laughs> kills somebody, they actually you're only supposed to have three cards in your hand, but you actually can lose a card. So then you only have two or to one. Mm-hmm. So you do have kind of so it is kind of very interesting. So I think I think that's something you might want to look into. Uh, uh, they probably have other versions of that mm-hmm. same game. 
But uh, this one was actually kind of unique with that. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So you can work as a team or could totally screw everybody over. <laughs> that sounds pretty interesting. I, I need to actually watch that show, too. Everybody keeps telling me it's hilarious, and I, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. I, Same here. I think I think actually you guys would enjoy it. It, it, it focuses on, like, it's almost like, you know, uh, you know, time traveling, but they go through different dimensions. And basically, you know, the, the grandfather, Rick, he is basically pretty much the smartest person in the world. Uh, and then he feels like he has to deal with a whole bunch of like morons, you know, while he's doing this. So um, it is very interesting. It does have like some like Doctor Who things to it as well, where it's all like multiple universes, time traveling, all these kind of things. So um, I, th- I think you guys would might probably get a kick out of it. I mean, it, it's funny because you laugh at it, but then there's some shit that you're like, wow, that was really depressing. Some like <laughs> it is a show that really like it like last season ended, and you're like, okay, well, how do they come back from this? <laughs> Where like, are we going? Exactly. Yeah, okay. So it, it is pretty unique, but yeah. Um, okay, so I'm trying to think. Yeah, so you're gonna come back in May. In May, yeah. For I will be there. I will be in Arizona. Uh, over Memorial Day weekend, I'm actually coming. Uh, it's uh, Wednesday to Wednesday is what I'll be there. Um, oh, so the Wednesday before Phoenix Comic Con and going. Yeah. Oh. What now? I have to say I know what's happening then. Phoenix Comic Con. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm really hoping they're doing media passes a lot differently this year. So I don't think they're even making decisions based on the way the form is. As far as when I had to, I had to refill out the form. First of all, I had filled out the form before. They revamped the website. I went in to check, and you can't log in and check your status anymore. So I refilled out the form just in case, you know, with the same basic information. But the way the form reads, it says that part of the decision-making criteria is how you promote the show and your appearance, you know, as far as what you're going to be doing for the show between now and May 1st. So that leads me to believe that they're going to be looking at these websites that are submitting and seeing if they're posting stuff talking about Phoenix Comic Con. By the way, Phoenix Comic Con will be tagged in this episode because we are doing what? Talking about them. So, yay. Uh, <laughs> thank you for telling me that. If you want, every time I go to do the next episodes from now on, I can put a, like the hashtag. It's like an tag. auto tag on it. Like, yeah. Uh, I yeah. can just put that, the Phoenix <laughs> that uh, from now on because I didn't even know that this is new information because I haven't even checked that. Again, I don't have time to read Kevin Smith books for crying out loud. So <laughs> um, I don't have time. To, I don't have time for websites. Well, no. and so um, I already purchased my hotel for that weekend. So I've got the hotel set. I did that um, in January, the first of January. Right. Nice. my big thing i was like all right i'm i'm gonna be on the ball with this so uh so i've got the hotel for friday saturday night and then because i was worried about the media pass i had heard that they were doing some changes i actually went ahead and bought two full weekend passes in january when they were cheaper okay because uh, even if i don't use them i'll give them to somebody or i really don't mind supporting the comic-con if, if i do get media passes again this year then you know whatever I'll, they can still have my money i they do an amazing job i really have enjoyed every year this will be my fourth year going to comic-con and it's just been great every year yeah i don't know if this is fourth or fifth for me but actually what you said that like if you do get media passes actually something we can do because i i might be on the same thing where i'm going to fill out the media pass but i might buy my passes as well if we actually get our media passes i might just give them away on the show yeah Yeah. exactly that would be awesome yeah um you know like like a gift or something like that so one thing to note as far as applying for the media passes it did say on there that if you applied for media and they did not choose you for whatever reason they would give you a code to get the early bird pricing if you wanted to buy a pass. So you don't oh, lose out, which okay. is nice because, yeah, if you have to wait until May 1st to even find out and then they say no and they're like, well, if I'd have known they were going to say no, I would have bought my tickets when it was cheaper. Exactly. Now that's now it's full cool. price and, you know, you feel hosed while they're making sure that that's not the case. 
Um, there's been a lot, a lot of changes to Comic-Con this year with a lot of different things. There was some drama for sure. Um, ultimately, though, I think the changes they have made now are going to be for the best and especially for the future. There was a, Specifically, they what, what they were doing was there a lot of conventions have been getting in trouble for using volunteer labor. You have all these people who are volunteering and what they're getting for their work is – a pass to the show, sometimes a T-shirt, sometimes meal vouchers, uh, parking passes sometimes. In very rare cases, they were getting uh, comped uh, hotel rooms or discounted hotel rooms. But they were not getting paid. Yeah. And this became an issue for some other conventions who were actually getting sued by volunteers who were saying, we're, we're being asked to do more than what we're getting compensated for. This okay. is no longer a volunteer thing. We're we're coming in and working, you know, 20 hours over the course of the con for a T-shirt and a ticket to the con we can't enjoy because we're working the entire time. Yeah. Um, so they were going to try to get around this. What some conventions have done is they have moved to a system where they are pulling their volunteers instead of directly saying, you are volunteering for my convention. Instead, they're finding a nonprofit group, a social club um, that – is like a fan club basically, but they pay dues to this club to be a part of the club. And if you pay the membership fee, then you're in the club and then you can do the club events. Well, what they're doing is they're having these clubs provide the volunteers. So what you're doing is you're volunteering for the club. The club is then sending you over to the convention to work. So the convention is not directly, you're not directly volunteering for the, it's, it's a legal workaround that works right now, but I don't think it's future-proofed. I think it's a, it's a workaround, and that's all. And that's what Phoenix Comic Con was going to do with the Blue Ribbon Army. They were going to use the Blue Ribbon Army, which is now a social club, and they were going to pull volunteers from that. On the surface, I wasn't thrilled about it, but I, I wasn't opposed to it either. My biggest concern was that it wasn't future-proofed. But yeah. I wasn't really that upset by it. The one thing that really bugged me, though, was that at the beginning – uh, Matt Solberg, who is the director of the convention, the owner and CEO of Square Egg Entertainment, which runs Phoenix Comic Con, he was on the board, not only on the board of directors, he was the chairman of the board of directors for the Blue Ribbon Army Social Club. Mm. That screamed conflict of interest to me. It just screamed. I was like, wait a minute. You're pulling volunteers from this social club so that you're not having them volunteer for you directly, but you're still the head of this club too. It really – it makes the legal workaround look – like a cheap ploy to get around something. <laughs> I don't know if we wanted to tag Phoenix Comic Con in this one now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not attacking them at all because what happened was this is this is what's great about Phoenix Comic Con. I'm I'm leading up I'm leading up to the good stuff here. This was pointed out by a lot of people. People said, "Hey, wait a minute, this seems wrong." And some people were more forceful and mean about it than others. I chose to just go directly to a couple of people that I know uh, who have ends and, and tell them my concerns directly and privately. A lot of people were very vocal about it openly, but that's neither here nor there. That, that, that you know, People handle things different ways. But once enough of that backlash came out, he realized, you know what? This isn't a good idea for me to be the head of the club and to pull volunteers from it. So you know what? I'm step, he, stu he stepped down from the board of directors for the club. That by itself made it legitimate enough that I would have been okay with them still pulling volunteers from the club. Even though I didn't think it was the best choice, I was okay with it. Yeah. Then he also had a meeting deciding, are we going to go ahead and pull volunteers from the club? Or are we going to just reduce staff, have people actually working full-time during the con, and pay them? 
which I think is the way to go. That's future-proofed. You can always pay workers. You can always do that. You're never going to get in trouble for paying your workers. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so they did. They ended up going to that method instead. So now, yeah, from this year going forward, convention workers are getting paid to be there, which means they're not going to, you know, the downside is that these people who are working in the convention are not going to be able to enjoy the show because they're probably going to be working the entire time. But they are going to be working is the whole point is they, they are actually working there. It's a job. They're getting paid for it. So ultimately, I think it was for the best. I think it's going to improve things because you're going to have people who are better trained, who know what they're doing better, who are doing it for longer instead of some guy who's only there for four hours of volunteer work to get his pass and he care less whether or not he do, he's doing his job right. No, this guy's here for a paycheck. He's going to do his job. So I'm perfectly okay with it. I think they made the right decision. And I am very much more looking forward even than I was. I was still looking forward to it even more so now because I think they've shown that they can take feedback and roll with it and change for the best. And so I'm, I'm excited. Very, very cool. So, Eric, it sounds like you've been a pretty busy person since you've left our show. And uh, uh, you actually started a, you started a new show on the podcast, which we'll, we'll dive into uh, as soon as we catch up uh, Stephen's week. Uh, what what have you been up to? How's your week been? Uh, so my uh, my week has been very crazy, only in the fact that uh, March started all of a sudden, and I realized that uh, next week is my only full week at work. Uh, I'm going on vacation to Hawaii. Oh, nice! The 13th to the 20th. My mother-in-law has a uh, uh, timeshare out there, and so going taking the boys, my wife going out there for a long week, and then when we get back Monday, that Tuesday, my son is having his tonsils removed, and then Sunday, I'm flying to Wisconsin for some uh, work training on something boring, soldering to circuit boards and everything. Oh, okay. But also, I'll be gone for four days to Wisconsin, and then I'll be back, and then March is over. So wow, so you're Mar so this is it. This is it. Like like what I've got going on right now, and then both of my boys have like. Yesterday, my two-year-old was sick. Today, my five-year-old was sick and thrown up. So I'm like, all right, tomorrow I'm probably going to have whatever they had because that's oh, just how no. it works in the house. Um, <laughs> Steve is probably going to have it now on Sunday. It's just a horrible oh, thing. Oh, yeah. I should probably wipe down my, uh, yeah. my Switch console now. I remember, alcohol, alcohol, cl <laughs> alcohol clears, clean, or kills everything, so just keep drinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all I do is I drink and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I have a weird. I'm like I feel. I almost thought I was like the uh, Bruce Willis from Unbreakable at one point because I was like I haven't gotten sick in years, and I was like, can I stop a bus? Yeah. So the hospital trip was fun after that. So, which uh, in I was like, it was a lie. <laughs> in listening to last week's episode, I was a very big fan of Unbreakable. By the way, thanks a lot, Matthew. Um, but I posted uh, it. I posted in the chat. It didn't get uh, read. I think you guys had closed the chat by that point. But uh, I think Unbreakable is M Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong's best film. All right. Oh I, yeah. I, I definitely put it in his top three for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the problem is it's like when they saw it because like when we saw it, it was I saw it in theaters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, me too. No. I, oh yeah. Um, and then after I walked out, I was like, holy crap, kind of thing. So I think it's all about the time frame. Uh, what I was starting to say, but actually, I'm glad you did like uh, Geeks Who Eat because they're actually going to be coming on the horror podcast at the end of this month. Oh, awesome. very awesome! So, and we did get a lot of good feedback from last week's episode with the interview with uh, one of the guys I work with, um, and then his, that was his uh, his. Uh, I'm not sure if it's his boyfriend or they're married, but um, his I would just say significant other, I guess. Okay. At this point, but uh, Lee looked exactly like uh, you. Sh if he would have shaved, mm -hmm. he looked like Tim Curry. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he gets it all the time. 
it was pretty pretty cool. And then he actually kind of he became my favorite because he's a huge Godzilla fan. Oh, okay. yeah. We, yeah, we were talking about. Well, it's great. How I found out who's a Godzilla fan and who's like a real Godzilla fan and not a Godzilla fan. I just go, oh, did you like the? What did you think of the 1998 movie? And then people go, that wasn't a Godzilla film. I go, congratulations, you passed. You passed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they did not... one in 98? Yeah, that, uh, oh, I, oh, I remember oh, 98 for that fucking Was that movie. the one That's... with, uh, with Matthew, Broderick? Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Oh, jeez, that was uh, awful. Back in the 90s. I remember having, I think I actually owned the soundtrack. Yeah, I think Puff Daddy yeah. was on it. Yeah. Um, I'll put it, this way. I put it this way. If you actually watch the film and actually it's if you don't think about any it being a Godzilla film, like it's just a monster film, it's actually a good film. Uh, the reason why it's not a Godzilla film, because the thing uh, the lizard gets hit with missiles and goes down. I'm like, are you kidding me? Godzilla literally just Godzilla. he gets hit and he's like, what the fuck is this? Right. To kill Godzilla, you need another fucking Godzilla. Yeah, that's why they invented Mecha Godzilla. Thank you. <laughs> sorry. Okay. All right. We, he, OK. Steve went on a tangent there. We're sorry, everybody. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> I, I just get, I just get really angry. Calm down a bit. Uh, but so that was my week. And then today, and this will bring into what you introduced with Eric doing a new podcast. I've been recording podcasts all day, Woo! which is wonderful. Uh, so Eric uh, and I started a podcast called The Crichton Cast. And this morning, we actually recorded our fourth episode. So technically, yeah. it's a show then, right? Because I think you have to hit, what, four or five for it to be a technical podcast oh. in, the, in the... Okay. Is that is that a rule? Is that a thing? Uh, I, I think it's a joking rule. Uh, He's bullshit over here. <laughs> it's it's basically it's basically like if you're consistent with it, then they could be like, oh, you you've done this many episodes. It's technically you're doing a show because a lot of people have done one podcast and then it doesn't go anywhere. Uh, uh, we're not going to name names. Uh, oh, we, we have we four recorded. Uh, <laughs> three have been released thus far. Uh, but uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I listened to the first episode. I uh, really enjoyed it. I like okay. how you guys play off each other. In fact, uh, I was really surprised at the sound. That the sound quality was really good. It was almost like you guys were in t- like in the same room together, kind of thing. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, but other than that, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it because I like the fact that you're not all, you're also touching upon the books of what it was you know written about, and then if, <clears throat> and then whatever movies and any other adaptation there was of it. Because I didn't yeah. even know there was a miniseries. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, for for yeah. Uh, the first episode, for a drama yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it was it was uh, I liked it. I really I think you guys flow really good together, and uh, and and I had no idea with uh, Crichton he was actually like a like a doctor at uh, mm-hmm. one point, and I'm like, oh, that explains so much shit now. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, that explains ER. <laughs> yeah, that explains this whole TV show with uh, George Clooney. Wait. He's, did he write that? He created, he created ER. It. He created ER. Holy yeah. shit! He had. He's the only person. He had ER, which is the number one show. Jurassic Park, the number one movie. And what was the book? Was it Prey that came out at the same time? But he had the number one book all at the same time. Yeah. Oh wow! Did he get an award for that? Uh, he got awards in each of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. For stuff. For so yeah. In you know 90, what? This Crichton Things things are gonna go his way. There you go. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yikes! Well, Should we tell him? Oh, he died from cancer. <laughs> Holy crap! Steve, where have you been all my life? <laughs> I can't even finish a Kevin Smith book. Come on. <laughs> Steve was over here. Like, Everything's coming up, Creighton. How's he yeah. doing these days? And he, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And oh, I feel really bad. Um, yeah. But I'm yeah, that's that's the premise of our show is uh, we we take uh, Michael Crichton's written works that have been adapted into film or TV or in some cases both and uh, talk about them. We've done, like I said, three have been released thus far. We have The Andromeda Strain, um, A Case of Need, which was uh, the Carrie Treatment was the name of the movie. And this most recent one that was released was The Terminal Man. Um, and then we've got one that we recorded earlier today, which will come out uh, not this coming Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. 
and that one is all about the Great Train Robbery. That is a fun episode. Um, okay. I definitely recommend checking that one out when it drops. Oh, and another question I have to ask: who uh, who did your logo? Um, I did that in well the the drawing the painting I found yeah. online and I could not oh, find an artist credited for it. If anybody out there uh, sees the Crichtoncast logo at uh, Crichtoncast.com or on our Twitter feed at Crichtoncast and knows the artist, we would absolutely love to give credit for it. I found it on a Google search and I couldn't find. I only found the one and it wasn't signed. It wasn't attributed. I couldn't. You know, I would love to give credit to the artist and hopefully they're okay with us using it. It's a fantastic painting. Um, if you know, so if anybody knows or is able to find out, we'd love to know so that we can give them proper credit. Um, I just, you know, Photoshop the words onto it. Right. Okay. Well, still, yeah, I, I like it. I thought it was very sharp, very just like, you know, like, boom, here it is, you know, kind of thing. So, uh, but yeah, no, I think I, I like the show. Uh, I hopefully, uh, probably will try to catch up, uh, since I'm back to listening to this stuff at work. Again, awesome. I can sit. I got to catch up on a shit ton of podcasts, yeah. uh, especially ones from our network as well. Mm-hmm. I'm like slowly getting back into that because I'm like, you know what? I've been a horrible, whatever. I don't even know what my title is. Uh, <laughs> Director of Studio Operations, I believe, is what we called you. <laughs> I just called. Uh, I didn't <coughs> do that. Um, I spend the night. Yeah, now, out of curiosity, Stevo, how were yeah. you listening to it? Was it on uh, Google Play or was it on iTunes or was it on Stitcher? Uh, actually, it's on. It's going through iTunes, I believe, but I don't use the iTunes app because I don't like it on the iPhone. I think it's very uh, for podcasts. I think it's very shitty. Okay. But I'm like, it is free. I did pay for one called like pod crusher or pod catcher or something like that and that one i like a lot better you can organize and do all this stuff but yeah i believe it's pulling from uh one of those uh mediums or whatnot but yeah so it's basically going right from the you just uh plug in the rss feed and it pulls directly from the rss feed uh yeah basically you just search for the show and then you i just subscribe to them so every when they show up so yeah but yeah uh google play uh music we're now finally on the android devices which um that's how i listen i would not be surprised now if uh those the numbers go up a little bit on stuff because as soon as i told people that they're like oh you guys are finally on android so there was a lot of people who there was for some reason people have been uh reluctant to get Stitcher on their Androids. And because that previously was the best way to get us on Android was either through a third party podcatcher app and using the RSS feed, which is the most convenient. I think once you get it set up, yeah. but it's the least convenient to get set up <laughs> because you yeah. can't, you can't just search for it as easily. You have to, um, plug in the actual RSS feed, which I've worked very hard with the website to make those feeds as uh, easy as possible, but it is still a big, long URL. It's not something simple. So it's a little bit harder that way. But yeah, being on the Google Play Music Store is helpful because that's not only on Android phones, but you can also do Google Play on smart TVs like uh, Roku's, Roku TVs and Roku Boxes and Roku Sticks. Um, Mm -hmm. I believe... Um, I'm not sure about Amazon Fire Sticks, but I'm pretty sure uh, you can get a, a Google app for those. Yeah, I believe you can, yeah. So I do have an Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, so you can, you know, we can now be found on there as well um, through smart TVs and, and devices like that. Even now, a lot of car radios are coming with uh, cellular Wi-Fi data and being able to install apps like that. And if they're powered by Android, then they're probably going to have access to Google Play. 
So, you right. know, it's stand out from the crowd, people. You know, you got one of these fancy things for your TV or whatnot. And instead of, like, putting music on when you have a party, throw a fucking podcast on. Be different. Be unique. Learn something. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were going to go into the uh, Revenge Lover. Uh... <laughs> and... uh, no. Uh, actually, what I started doing, if uh, people have been listening to the show, I started doing, like, when we do Matthew's musical break. I'll be like, this for show is brought to you by. Right. kind of trying to be a little bit more like, haha, we're like radio or whatnot. Yeah, right <laughs> but, in the middle I mean, But, I mean, you know, if you want a cool, you know, if you want a cool logo, you know, uh, like the Crichton crest, you know, the guy who did that artwork, you know, you could go and pay somebody who probably – Maybe has a pretty good website, but it's, the portfolio is not that great. But if you want, you want some good shit, you know, you go to Revenge Lover, you know, dot uh, com. You know, you go for uh, samples and inquiries. You know, stand out from the crowd, get some unique looks and everything like that, and then mention you heard it on the Four Eye Radio Network, and you get ten percent off your first purchase. So what? hell yeah! If you want some examples of her amazing logo work, just look at our Four Eye Radio Network logo. Uh, look yeah. at uh, if you if you search on Facebook for the Secret Nerdy Lives of Husbands and Wives, which will be a podcast coming soon, uh, hopefully. Um, she did an amazing logo for that. Uh, also, Comicare, that fantastic shield design is all her. Um, yeah, she's just an amazing, amazing artist, fantastic with both the graphic design with the logos and stuff, but also, you know, other types of art and stuff, too. It's it's just – it boggles my mind. She she posts stuff on Instagram and Twitter and, and uh, Facebook and whatnot, and at one point she had messaged me. She's like, hey, thanks for, you know, always liking all my stuff, and I'm like – it's not like I'm not doing it because it's you. I'm doing it because I like it. It's like yeah, everything I you've like posted it. is awesome. So I click like immediately. Even if it wasn't you, I'd be liking it because it's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I really like that artwork too. And that's actually the thing. I actually have an idea I'm going to pitch to her when she you know, has time and stuff like that because I know some of my shows already have logos. But I do want to revamp some of them. Mm -hmm. So I would just like to see like the idea that I came up with for the new B Horrorcast logo that I would like her to do because I would like to see it on a sh as a shirt as well. So oh, right uh, Raven does very good work. Uh, so, yeah, definitely check out, you know, revengelover.com. And, uh, yeah, you you know what? Even if you're taking a chance, if you just want a commission, you're like, you know what? You, you, you're still going to save 10 percent off that, that that first one. So, you know, just do it, man. Just right. do it. Just do it. No Tell pressure, me the fern sent you. Yeah, tell her the fern sent you. I'm gonna be like, so this book told me to come. No, <laughs> no, not uh, not where uh, the red fern grows. Uh, no, there wasn't there a fern. The uh, with uh, there was the movie right with uh, Tom Tom Cruise. That's the firm. Oh, the firm. <laughs> I thought it was. The firm. Oh that was, God, he's uh, he's finishing his wine right now. So. <laughs> it was, oh, a, no, it was a Grisham very... novel, wasn't it? <laughs> That's yeah, what we need. Grisham cast coming soon. <laughs> I can come right after your uh, – at least that would make more sense, though, if you did that, like right after the Crichton uh, cast. It's not like you're doing like, I'm doing Twin Peaks, and then I'm moving to Gilligan's Island. Like, that's like, that's yeah. weird. Who would do that? It's a weird, weird thing. Um, I haven't oh, no. watched the oh, newest no. episode of in Love with Riverdale. Are you really? Oh, my God. Okay, wow. All right. I, have, I haven't watched it. You haven't watched it? Oh, my no. God. Okay. It's been like – my favorite character is Jughead in it. Cool. Okay. All right. So, yeah, so let me. I, I haven't watched it, but I've seen a couple of uh, you know commercials for it because you know when I'm watching uh, Supergirl and the Flash and and all that on the CW website, they show you know ads for it, but the ads they show definitely don't really say much they, about it. So it's like they, it's a dramatic retelling of Archie comics. Is that what's yeah, going on? <laughs> What, basically, how I describe it to everybody, it's basically Archie meets Twin Peaks. 
so what they're doing is they're giving you like kind of like and after watching this i already started i'm pitching the idea to the cw or whatnot but i'm already been writing it i i want to i want a uh i want a mystery zinc uh scooby-doo one like this <laughs> oh okay oh yeah no yeah. I, it's like because it's like they have it's like these like you're thinking like archie okay and stuff like that and then like literally it starts off with like there's like basically a, a body's missing a child like a teenager boy goes missing and you're like, okay. And then it starts building and building and like by, I don't want to ruin like a lot of, I'm not going to ruin a lot of it because there's a lot of twists and turns like that. Literally, you're kind of like, okay. And then literally they do something. You're just like, oh, like what the fuck? Like, I didn't see that coming kind of thing. So <laughs> like basically when you find out that this twin uh, boy uh, goes missing during the summer and they don't find his body, then his body does wash up suddenly and he has a gunshot in your head, Ooh. in his head. So you're already, you're like, okay, well, what the fuck happened? Well, I think he got uh, shot. And they, uh, Mystery boy, solved. End of show. <laughs> Well, you would say that, but that's what I'm saying. Once they do the autopsy and then you find out all this other stuff that actually happened to the body and you're like, oh, my God. But, yeah, yeah, it's set with, like, I don't even care because I'm like, Archie, man, Archie fucked a teacher. Good for Archie, <laughs> you know, like, kudos. Like, I'm, I don't know. Like, I, like, I get it. It's a CW show. They're going to have the stupid, you know, teenage stupid drama. But, honestly, some of the writing in, that, in this show, I'm just like, fuck. Wow. Like, the twists and stuff like that. I was like, and literally I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm just enjoying things like differently now or whatnot, or I'm just like, I, I just think it's very well written, but yeah, like, I want to, I want to do a, I want to do a Scooby-Doo version of this and okay. just call it mysteries Inc on the CW where it's like the teenager kids, you know, it might cost a little bit of money because you're going to have to definitely get a CGI like dog for Scooby and yeah. shit like that. But literally build that universe, but actually like have like, like have a big story arc that's going on. And then while they're trying to solve that, there's all those other mysteries that keep mysteries, like yeah. happening and mm -hmm. shit like that. So, and yeah, you, you don't have to make it like super like, you know, like, like dark, you know, like it can have those little twists and turns and be a little bit more like grown up, not just like, like Zoinks, man, it's a guy in a suit, you know? <laughs> um, but I, like me, I'm like, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, you could totally do this with Scooby-Doo. I mean, they did Scooby-Doo Apocalypse with the comics for crying out loud. So yeah, they could do this. If they do it, I think they should totally flip the script on it. Make Shaggy like the most straight laced, sober person ever. Like, not an inkling like somebody offers him a drink and he's like no thanks i don't i don't partake you know like like make him like totally so straight laced you're like wait what what's going on here every other character is exactly like they are in the car in the cartoon <laughs> but shaggy for some reason is like this ultra uptight conservative <laughs> he, he, I, he finished his aa he's yeah 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 i could do something like that because already i mean like you like i said jughead in this like he hasn't eaten a single hamburger and i know a lot of people will be like <gasps> But uh, he's literally like he's my favorite character because he's literally like he's the narrator because he's writing the story like he, this is like going to be his book that he's going to make. But then they uh, like get him to do the school paper. So because they're still in high school and everything mm -hmm. like that. So now he's doing but he's doing his own investigation on the murder stuff, like asking around. But he's like knows where he needs to go and do all this stuff. And then you find out, oh, this is why he's like this. Because in one episode they revealed who his dad was. You're like, oh, shit. Like it literally has these oh, shit moments. Oh, I'm cool. like, oh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. I think I think it's great. I think it's fun. Um, oh, they uh, what's her face? Like, I'm going to I'm going to get so much shit for this because I don't know who she played in Stranger Things. Which what, do you know? Um, do you know the actress name or it was justice for um, is it? It's not. Is it Beth? Is her name Beth in it? The the red haired girl who gets killed by the spoilers. Spoiler um, alert! Gosh, the one who gets sucked into the pool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, oh gosh, what is her name in the in the? Yeah, okay, I just want to be oh, sure. Was for just crying out loud! Now, now you've got me. 
Yes, Barbara. Okay. Barbara. Barb. Yeah. yeah. So Barb, Barb on Stranger Things. They actually bar uh, the girl who plays her is a girl now on Riverdale. Her name she plays a girl named Beth, and they actually did a cool like thing to kind of give her justice from that one. They actually did like hashtag justice for Beth. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm really digging this. They're kind of playing off all this kind of stuff. So I like it. It's fun. And like I said, if you watch the first episode, it doesn't suck you in, then don't even worry about it. Just move on with your lives. Forget everything that Steve has said. So, um, <laughs> I will probably, uh, find some time to check it out when I'm caught up with some of my other shows. I, I watch too many shows and there's some that I just watch because I've always watched them, even though, they're not really that good anymore. Uh, yeah. The one that springs to mind right now is Criminal Minds. I'm still watching oh. Criminal Minds, really? even though it, it hasn't so been great for a long time. Like it was when it started out, it was a fantastic. I mean, Mandy Patinkin was amazing in this yeah. show. Um, when he left, it 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 did lose some, but it was still going pretty strong. Um, and they've had people come in and go out and come in and go out. You know, Paget Brewster was gone for a while. She's back now. Um, they lost the main guy. The one guy who had been there the entire time got fired for being a giant asshole on set. Evidently. Um, I don't know the full story, but evidently the evidently Dharma or not Greg from Dharma and Greg is not as chill. Yeah, as yeah. as he as he comes across on screen, it's like, what? I think I love them. Wait, that's <laughs> how that show ended. Huh? <laughs> um, what else um, you gotta but yeah, it, it hasn't been. You know, it's been. There's moments when it's interesting. Um, they've got this whole storyline going on right now with uh, um, Reed and his mom, who's played by uh, uh, Jane Lynch, who's a f- amazing. Um, seeing her go from uh, the character she's played in like Forty Year Old Virgin compared to what she does in criminal minds. It's like, Whoa, <laughs> like, because wow, she's got range. Is she in a hospital or something. In criminal she minds, she or is or Reed's med- mother. Yeah. Who is schizophrenic. That's what it is. Okay. Cause oh. I, I used to watch it. So yeah, I remember she was in a hospital for a mental something, but that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She was I, for a while. He's been, you know, like this whole storyline right now is him trying to treat her at home and with this other stuff. And they've got this, They've got this serial killer who's on the loose, like trying to mess with them and stuff. And it's, you know what, Eric, I, I, I totally agree with you with that, where you just start, you keep watching something you've been watching for so while that happened with me with Nip Tuck. Now, granted, Nip Tuck did end, but Nip Tuck had some really good startup points. You're like, this is really good. And then it got to a certain point where I'm just like, why am I still watching this? Like, I know it's bad, but I, I, it's like, I need to finish. You just have to finish it. Cause I I was the same way with Nip Tuck years ago, but yeah, just like, all right, I'm just going to watch these last three seasons. That's when I watched it was like, and literally the last season ended you're just like oh god such a like <laughs> it reminds uh, me of that uh the scene from another show that i don't watch anymore because i can't stand the i know it's live it's not technically a laugh track quote unquote but it still bugs yeah. the crap out of me uh big bang theory which i don't like it but it does have funny moments like i can watch it because it'll make me chuckle a couple of times right but yeah. there'll be a lot more times when i'm like why is everybody laughing so much that's not that funny that was smile worthy at the most, not even an out loud chuckle. Um, but there was a there was a scene in that from way back in one of the first couple of seasons where they were talking about shows going out with some sort of finale to wrap up the story. And they talked about they gave Firefly a movie. They gave this, they, you know, this had this and Heroes yeah. gradually reduced its quality until you were glad it was over. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> So I think about stuff like that with Nip Tuck because I I did watch that as well. Um, Nip Tuck actually, it gives me one of my best ways to tell people how hot I think Famke Jensen is, though, because I will tell people that Famke Jensen is so hot, 
I would do her character in Nip Tuck. That's how hot she is. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but yeah. I think like their best season was probably season three where they had like the serial killer guy going around and, mm. and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and they were like trying to make you think it was Christian and like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was it's, probably yeah, the best. Yeah, the, yeah, that was the best like story. So, but it's funny that you mentioned last Coming track, soon to the Fried Radio Network, Nip Tuck cast. <laughs> I actually would not have no problem doing the first like four seasons and then drop off. Um, they're like, there's three more. I'm like, no, there's not. Um, <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so, I have no idea what you're talking nope. about. It's peaked. Yeah, it peaked. Uh, um, but like, yeah, I started rewatching uh, that '70s show again on oh, Netflix. Yeah. I was just throwing oh, something okay. on for the background or whatnot. That's I another show that should have ended before it did. No, well, when everyone left. Yeah. That's when it. Yeah. When, when Topher really, Grace left specifically. Yeah, Topher, well, it's like Topher Grace left, and they're like, "Why is everyone still hanging out at Foreman's basement?" And, and <laughs> like, like, he's not. He, he doesn't even live here. What's yeah, wrong with you, you people? Know, yeah. Go home. Like, Wrong again. I totally agree with that. Like, it's a great show up until that point, and then you're just like, what the? But then it sucks because literally, I got to that last season, and you're like, I gotta have to, I have to, I have to know how this fucking thing ends. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of bullshit, um, kind of thing. I I forgot how funny uh, Tommy Chong is in this. Oh yes. Oh, like he was literally, yeah. he was literally talking to Kitty, and they're at church. He's all like, they play music, man, and they do like, you know, you know, everyone sings. It doesn't matter how bad you are. It's like a real religious experience. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like show definitely but, had its had its moments. That was yeah. that was a show that was pretty funny. But I know what you mean, like with like if it's a live studio or the laugh track or whatnot. Like sometimes I, I I'm fine with it, but other times you're just like it wasn't like basically my best point is when you watch those old Scooby Doo episodes where they threw in the laugh track for no fucking reason, and they like, someone says what? something and they laugh at it, and you sit there going like, "That wasn't wait like, wait." What? That's why I feel like that they do with those shows where it's like, "We know this isn't funny, but we're gonna throw a laugh on it because we need the we need we need this writer to feel important." Right. Um, That's always my my complaint about Big Bang Theory. I'm like, for a show about smart people, you really think your audience is so stupid they need to be told when to laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't dig that because yeah, some of the jokes are funny, and mm. but not every funny joke deserves a full boisterous round of laughter. Sometimes it's just a, and that's yeah. it, and that's fine. You can have shows I, that just have that and a few laugh out loud moments. The the perfect example of that little huh is uh, if you ever play that laughing uh, thing on the uh, soundboard, Eric from uh, Spreaker. Uh, oh, yeah? They have the huge laughter, and there's this woman at the end that's just like, ha, 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 ha. It's like, that's, that's, you're like, yes, that's what you need. That's the one you need. That's, that, just that's, just that's that one. That. Just that by itself. Um, uh, yeah, it, actually, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's nuts with the, the shows. But, yeah, I don't know why. I just love Riverdale, and I'm, like, literally, like – because I'm a huge Scooby-Doo person. Everyone knows this by now, but I'm just like, yeah, I want I want a show of Scooby-Doo like this. Um, before we uh, – before I forget, because I'm remembering it right now, I want to give a shout out to uh, this one I even thought was even even funnier. Uh, she might not get the joke, uh, but I'll tell everybody off off air and stuff like that about it because of the this movie called The Room. But uh, <laughs> the girl who I got the I got a Nintendo Switch today, uh, she basically bought one and forgot that she pre-ordered one, so it was coming. She's like, "Does anyone need one?" Like, and oops. somebody hit me up in the uh, Blue Ribbon Army group on Facebook, and they're like, "Hey, Stevo, hit her up," and I did. So got that, but like her name was Lisa. Mm-hmm. So I was just dying laughing. You tear me apart, Lisa. Yeah. Tear me apart, uh-huh. Lisa. So I was like, this is just. I'm like everything that happened today. It was a weird day. Very. It really was. Like it was very like it wasn't like it didn't feel like it was like the worst day ever. Like it'd be like, oh, this was a horrible. It's just a very weird day for me. 
but yeah, so I finally got one of those. So I'm excited. We'll we'll talk about that on. Uh, uh, we're gonna have an episode of Arcade Bros actually this week because the Ravens picking up the new Zelda game, and I am going to get mine tomorrow. Awesome. So we're gonna talk about it, and actually, it'll be kind of a good in. Uh, uh, perspective on it because i'll be playing it on the switch and she'll be playing it on the wii oh nice. okay. so we'll get to get uh both of those opinions and stuff but i just want to i just want to thank uh lisa thank you um i did tell her about the podcast so hopefully she uh checks out the show and everything like that hi, lisa. Um, oh hi lisa oh hi lisa <laughs> but uh yes thank you uh steven has not seen the room i'm thinking one oh weekend my gosh I'm thinking one weekend when he has nothing going on, oh, I would gosh. be like, hey, dude, just come over. We'll watch it. Because you have to watch so it with somebody. Okay. Yeah, you or can't watch least... it alone. Otherwise, you're just Because <laughs> that's just sad. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to do that um, at some point. Or I'll just go over to your place or some of that. Be like, hey, make sure the kids are out of the room and some of that. Because it, <laughs> it does have – I will just There's say boobs. it has sex scenes. There's – well – called sex scenes. <laughs> there's, there's boobs. There's boobs. Um yeah. And uh, weird wrinkle. I don't even know. I don't know what Tommy was so is made of. So, uh, but his you see his ass. Some sort of like duck leather. I don't know. Um, it's yeah. It's really really weird. Yeah. There's some nudity. There's some language. Um, there's um, it, is, it is so bad. The uh, there's the aftermath of a pellet gun being discharged into somebody's. <laughs> it's oh my god. It's just so it's so bad. You know what's funny is uh, my my roommate slash uh, my wife's brother. Uh, just recently got that, got the room. Oh, seriously? And, uh, so I, I keep, I like, I keep checking back with him. Like, so did you watch the room yet? So, so did you watch it yet? <laughs> because I'm like waiting for him to, to actually watch it. Cause I told him how bad good it was. Um, and that he needs to sit down and watch the damn thing because it's so hilariously bad. It's, uh, amazing. He didn't listen to me though. He bought it on Amazon, which is, you know, fine and whatever, but he didn't go to, if you go to his website, if you go to Tommy Wazowski's website and buy it there, you'll get a signed copy. It's worth oh. the extra five bucks or whatever, you know, to, to get the signed they, copy for crying out they loud. Must, they must have just started doing that because uh, when you when I went to his website, when I when I originally got the film, because I literally saw it for free online somewhere. <laughs> this is how bad it was. I, I literally watched this movie on my lunch break <laughs> at work and didn't realize like what I was getting myself into with the sex scenes. I'm literally like, oh, shit. Oh, uh, literally came home that day, went on to Amazon because that was the only place I could find it. And it was like eight bucks. I'm like, yes, this is totally worth Honestly, I've got my money's worth with this thing. I literally might have watched this. I, let alone last year, before the year ended, I literally watched The Room, I would say, maybe like four or five times. Oh, my God. You go back to it and watch it that often? <laughs> okay, Pat and I. It's if that it, bad good. It is that Pat bad good. We're obsessed with it because we're obsessed with Tommy Wiseau. Literally, I want to hang out with Tommy Wiseau for like a day. Huh. I don't know if I could do a whole day. I I would say three, four hours maybe. I don't know if I could handle a whole day with the dude. When I'm on a podcast, like you have to watch some of his interviews or so. But the one thing I have to say, if you have like an Audible book thing or something like that, if you have something, Mm -hmm. check out Greg Testero's book. He was actually Mark in the movie. He wrote a book about this entire experience. But I say get the audio book because he does a spot on impersonation of Tommy Wiseau. It's fucking frightening. (laughs) Yeah, that movie is so, so very terrible. But it's it's so terrible. And yet unironically terrible like it's not like sharknado where you know they set out to make a bad movie and they succeeded right right. you know it's not it's not even my favorite uh go-to film on netflix and i've watched this this is a movie i've watched several times on netflix even though it's so so bad is uh agency of vengeance dark rising 
Oh my gosh, oh, yeah, you have to watch that movie. It is so horrible. I made a, I made my wife watch it. Um, it's so, so bad. But yet, it's so bad, it turns around into being fun to watch because it's so bad. The Room is like the ultimate example of that. It's like the worst film ever made. But it's so poorly made that it becomes a case study in poor filmmaking. And it's just... I mean, there's literally a character in the film who realized how bad it was halfway through and left. So they replaced him with a different actor and just acted like nothing happened. That's how bad it was. Oh. Okay. I mean, okay, I'll put it this way. So the man, the man who created this movie, he wrote, directed, stars in it. Okay, so right off the bat, you're like, okay, what the fuck? This man actually literally thought he was making the most dramatic film. He thought he was going to get an Oscar. Oh, wow. Yeah, now, this is the thing. Completely That's, unironically bad. This is what I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. Writing – and this is the thing. When you start listening to everything, like from – this is what I say. You have to watch the movie, then you have to listen to this book because then you – like, oh, all these actors are bad. No, no, no. He would not let them derange from the script. Like they couldn't ad-lib or anything. So mm-hmm. everything they read is all of his writing and it's all – because he doesn't – he's Polish. Even though he claims he's American, he has a Polish – this weird accent that people are like, what is he? And we I actually – this is how involved the guy. We literally tracked down like everything about him. I followed him home. Him. I stole something out of his bathroom that had his blood on it, and I had it tested. He's Polish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> damn, Eric. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like so he—he literally is just like, ha, ha, oh, hello there. Like that's how he talks. Actually, I just and, uh, saw a punch key box in his uh, in his apartment. And everybody else is just like normal, but it's like when you hear lines and stuff, you're like, what the fuck? And then like Mark starts telling you, he goes, yeah, no, we can. Like he's like, oh, Tommy, we can change the script here and make it sound like he literally had a part in the movie where he was supposed uh the the one girl lisa was talking on the phone with lisa sucks but then the script goes to they're talking on the phone and then all of a sudden she's walking her mom out the door what they were trying to explain to tommy you can't do this and he said oh no it's okay this will work (laughs) it's fine it's fine and, you're, and they're like, no, no, no. The, the, why? Uh, he's why talking to her on the phone. phone and, then, and then she's here? The next scene, they're walking out the door. <laughs> it's okay, the it's top. like amazing. It's it's like that kind of shit. You're just like, oh my god, this man has no grasp on anything right now. But he was certain this was the best dramedy ever. Yeah. And the best drama ever, and he was going to get an Oscar for it. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It was, it's, uh, I mean, it's just phenomenal. Then, huh. then there was the ever-changing uh, geography of the apartment. The house where they lived, like you could not figure out the layout of this house because at one scene, the staircase is over here by the door. And then another scene, it's on the other side of the apartment. And then they go up the stairs and like suddenly they're on the roof. And you're like, how'd you get to the roof? And where are you in this? Like, I don't understand what's going like. Yeah, you you can't figure out the geography of the space they're in. It's just unnerving. And it's so weird because I guess the Tommy was so he actually had a clothing company or still has this clothing company. Um, but apparently when they went to go do the establishing shots for all of San Francisco, because that's where the movie, quote unquote, takes place, even though they filmed everything like on a studio lot and inside yeah. this weird room, room, this house. Yeah. They, they literally went on the roof to get uh, the roof, this warehouse that he owns or whatnot. And they literally get on the roof and Mark's literally like you could have just filmed all the rooftop scenes here and it would have cost you anything because like he wanted to, he built this rooftop and put a shitty green screen in the back for whatever fucking reason. And like Mark's sitting there going like, or uh, Greg uh, is sitting there going like, 
this could you could have saved not only like time, but fucking like money. Money. Like, why did like, you have to build this? Just like, using a rooftop. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. it's a phenomenal thing. But I always highly recommend watch oh. the movie. Watch the movie at least twice. And then okay. listen to this book. It's 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 fucking amazing. And then apparently I found out the Blu-ray uh, had oh yeah oh no it gets better. There's a Blu-ray. Oh, oh the Blu-ray version has new deleted scenes that are not on the DVD. And I'm like, there was more. He oh, filmed God. more that he didn't oh, put in. Wow. Oh wow! Unbelievable. Phenomenal. It's uh it's the because the deleted it, scenes on the DVD were. Nothing special. It was like a couple of bloopers, and there was, there was like that one scene in the alley that you're like, "What? Like, why did well, they film that? That doesn't make was, any sense." The alley was the first one they filmed, and then they tore down the alleyway, and then they did the rooftop thing. Like, this is all in the book, which is great. They do this. Thing I will have like, to check that book out. But I love it because the fact is, he this kid Don, Denny is in the alley. And he's playing basketball, and there's a basketball hoop, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So then they put they destroy that entire scene and go no no we're not doing it here we're doing it on the rooftop the same exact scene where uh, Denny has a run in with a drug dealer yes he still got the basketball <laughs> movie has it all and he has a basketball and everyone's like why does he have a basketball on the roof on there's the no roof. hoop there's no hoop but like in the alleyway like literally when you watch that deleted scene you're like this is the only thing that makes sense in the movie <laughs> like oh that's why he's got a basketball for no reason yeah. I get it now. I love is the behind the scenes. Oh man, uh, they have DVD is all about the deleted scene that's not even in the movie. It's not in the movie. At all. Like, wait, oh, what? Shit. So, how did you find this movie to begin with? The first time you ever? Uh, what I heard, uh, I used to work at a place called Rule Metro, and I was working in the mail room. I got a job there, and a guy who worked there, Derek. Um, I don't know if he listens to the podcast or whatnot, but Derek, it's Hi, all Derek. because of you that this has happened uh so yeah it's derek's fault so he mentioned he's like yeah, have you ever fuck seen you derek <laughs> and i'm like no because we were talking about bad movies like uh yeah. you know mystery science series 3000 because they're coming back in april mm-hmm. um and i was talking about the final sacrifice i was like that's right. like one of my favorite like mystery science theater because literally i wanted to take that thing at the end of uh if anyone's ever seen this one but the character rosdar they wanted to make like a television show if he goes on adventures i'm like i could totally see this being a cartoon show on adult swim Oh yeah, where it's like okay. him, like travel, like literally, like fighting vampires and stuff in Canada, and like <laughs> Troy, and like it just be like I'm in re- like beer power, like just stupid shit. Like I'm like this could work. So we're talking about that. He's like, oh, you've ever seen The Room? And I'm like, The Room. And I'm thinking it's like some like weird psychological film, yeah, or, horror or something, or, a horror maybe, or not. Or, yeah, And he yeah. goes, Oh no, you have to watch The Room. So I finally sat down, and watched it, and then I was like, Oh my god. And we just would quote the shit all the time. We thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So, so Derek, yeah, literally, I think it was 2000, probably 2010, maybe 11 is when I was introduced to the room. Okay. Yeah, we did a uh, commentary track on it. We did kind of a riff tracks type of situation for it uh, with Matthew watching it for the first time. Yeah, uh, Steve, oh. Steve-O and I had obviously seen it a couple of times leading up to that, but we sat down with Matthew and watched it for the first time. And it's hilarious because we're we're we're, we're cracking on it and we're talking about it, and then every now and then just, you know, Lisa will be on the screen doing something, and Matthew is just, Lisa sucks! Yeah, I literally had to find a picture of the actress who played Lisa, like, from the movie, and I literally made that meme for Matthew, just says, Lisa sucks! sucks. Actually, what I'll do when we, when we, uh, I, I don't know when we're going to take a break, but when we do come back from break, I'll literally then hand uh, Steven the DVD just to look at it, and I just want to see what his reaction will be on air. <laughs> okay. Because literally, right. you hear the room, and when you see the cover, you're going to be like, 
Like, <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, because I, the room, I mean, I initially went to, okay, this is like a horror psychological yeah. thing is what this is uh, with that title. <sighs> no. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> oh my God. It is whatever you're thinking. It is like the complete opposite. It's not that. It's not oh, that at it all. Is, it is phenomenal. Okay. Right. Well, well uh, speaking yeah. of break, if you are uh, ready, we could probably go ahead and uh, cut to a short break. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go uh, ahead. Uh, let me just pull up some tracks. Uh, but this uh, musical break is not brought to you by uh, the Fro Show today. It's by the Mooney Man. So uh, of course, Ooh, last time Mooney. I usually last time I usually play uh, tracks, usually everyone hates them. So, uh, <laughs> so I apologize. I apologize in advance. Um, hopefully, I'll pick some good. Well, basically, I'm just gonna pick one, and then we'll go to. Uh, it'll be on random. But of course, this is brought to you by uh, Amazon.com. But you don't go to the Amazon. You go to the no, Sasquatch.net. No, no. Click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. We'll get a Indeed. little taste if you do. Uh, and then, so uh, Eric, what else, uh, what stuff have you bought on uh, Amazon? Um, I I buy damn near everything on Amazon. Uh, as I was saying, I built the studio down here, uh, here in Toledo, in my basement. All of those acoustic foam tiles that I got, I got from Amazon.com by going through the Sasquatch.net. Um, the microphones that I'm uh, speaking to you on right now were purchased on Amazon through the Sasquatch.net. Uh, the boom microphone uh, stands that I'm using also. Um, the board, the soundboard that I'm using here, a Samson MixPad MXP124 mixing console. Also purchased on Amazon using the Sasquatch.net. So, yeah, I've bought a lot of stuff from the Amazons. So you could literally buy your own equipment, kids, uh, support the show, and then make your own show, and then be like, don't go to iShow now. So <laughs> you wanted to. Merrick's like, why are you giving everyone ideas? Yes, I you know um, what? Actually, this it, it's, it's funny that you say that, though, but literally I have on three separate occasions sent people Amazon lists of links to Amazon because they've reached out to me and said, Hey, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. I have X number of dollars to get equipment to, to, to budget out. Mm -hmm. What should I buy? And I will go through, I will take the, the money that they say they have available and we'll pick out the best board and mics and stands and cables and everything from Amazon and send them a list of links, all of which go through our Sasquatch.net link and say, here's what yeah. you need. And I know at least one person did it and got all their stuff. Shout out to uh, Kevin Elliott and his podcast over on the Punch Drunk Sports Network, Barroom Heroes. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I do the same thing. Like, I literally, I, I pretty much gave everything for my dad's for his birthday, uh, my mom the list or the, the Sasquatch stuff, just to be like, okay, this is what he needs if he wants to start back up the idiot section, which I'm, hopefully he'll get some time soon once shit dies down at the Mooney residence but I finally found a track that we'll start off with so we'll take a short musical break and then we will be back whoop, whoop. this far Drove me to a road then you tossed me out of your car Fear of the traffic I walked through a forest of trees It started getting darker as the city disappeared behind me And I hear your voice yell 
You're calling me. You said the bad man's coming. He's following me. So run, 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 and I won't stop I'm covered in mud and I'm wearing a jacket on leaves. The panic starts to show with the scent of anxiety. I give up my place and jump into a river of tears. So it might be warmer, but it's not enough. He can't swim. And you're drowning slowly. And he's cursing me. Says he's got a following. And they're chasing me. So run, 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 and I won't touch on Before they take you first
Tonight I hope he is a gentleman Maybe he won't find out what I know You were the last good thing about this part of town Maybe you won't find 
I totally get this. We are back. And on our second bottle of wine. Uh, (laughs) Oh, you guys are on your second bottle as well? You guys are on your second bottle as well? See, our second bottle is being split between two people. Your second bottle and one person. Uh, If people didn't catch on, you know, we are Skyping with Eric. So he's uh, 2,000 miles away. Is it that Um, far? We got a message. We got a message that break. And it starts out with, we have a problem. And we're thinking, shit. This hasn't been recording the whole time. No, the problem was Eric had an empty bottle of wine. <laughs> but it's okay, guys. It's okay. Like I said, I have a solution, and that's the backup bottle of wine, which I have opened to let it air out. Got to let the tannins and blah, 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 blah. Oh, it yeah, makes the smelling goody better. Oh, the smelling, <laughs> the smelling goody better. <laughs> that's exactly it's oh, the, oh, the oh, French. When, oh, you oh, come, oh. when you come to like so a, I am I'm, I am giving a hearty thumbs up to the Shadowland Washington Red Blend, which was the okay. first bottle I drank. Uh, this is a <clears throat> in Washington, the Cascade Range blocks the passage of wet weather, causing an arid rain shadow effect behind them, creating ideal conditions for growing wine grapes. Our Shadowland Red Blend combines fruit from vineyards that are nestled deep within this shadow, a wine brimming with seductive dark fruit that has a distinctively spicy and elegant finish. <laughs> All I know is it tasted goody too. <laughs> well, so then, I know I know you're gonna you're gonna read our bottles, but I'm gonna put Stephen on the spot because he does uh, he has been known to do some uh, you know improv and everything like that. I want you to deliver this what you're about to describe to Eric as an NPR radio person. <laughs> Yeah, because what I was going to say is going to be dirty, so I'm going to do it as an NPR. Oh, even better. Even better. Hello. Welcome to our second bottle of wine, the Canyon Oaks California Pink Moscato. It makes my vagina feel wonderful. (laughs) Yes. Okay, there you go. Yes, we have a Canyon Oaks California Pink Moscato 2015, and the girl Mm. in me loves it. So Uh, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's yeah, it's very it's very it's very uh, Sex in the City tonight, kids. If you're going to drink Moscato, you might as well drink Pink Moscato. I'm going to get Stephen's reaction real quick. So we are back. So I'm about to show him the the cover of the room, and then uh, he's probably going to flip it over and look at all the other stuff with it. But let's see what this uh, reaction is going to be. No, that's the front. uh, front. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> and this is uh, this is Wiseau or whatever his name is. That's on the Tommy Wiseau. So I mean, this guy's got to be a narcissist, right? I mean, this guy like oh, class A on class A narcissist yes. because oh yeah. I mean, there is something drug or alcoholic wrong with him in this cover. Uh, but the font and- is the. Shadowing on this is horrible too. <laughs> the best part, the best part, you say that him being drunk or in drugs and some of that, he d- hasn't, t- he doesn't touch a drop. Oh. The only thing he 1999 ever me would have loved that drop shadow effect though, <laughs> because yeah, I remember doing, I, I remember doing that in Paint Shop Pro, not Photoshop, 
Paint Shop Pro. I remember doing drop shadow effects for those websites I was building while I was working at the hospital. Um, fucking, we're messing with word art, is what this is. And the sad part is, you guys say what, 1995, like in the 90s, early 90s, probably when you're messing around with that. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think this movie was uh, came out in 2000. Uh, oh, was it came out in 2017? It was earlier this year. No. Uh. <laughs> that'd be even but, more fantastic so so the face on the front cover since he touched no drugs or alcohol this is him his overly dramatic face is what we don't know is. what it is i don't know Wait, what the, are you sure it wasn't a 90 it wasn't a 90s movie no it was holy not crap it was 2003 yes thank you oh, wikipedia God. you are my only hope um also uh, imdb confirms it just in case because wikipedia you never know uh, yeah. So um, yeah. Oh, it gets even better if you look at if you if you want to if you want to die laughing, go ahead and look for the room soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> just just what he picked for the cover for that. And oh, you're God. like, oh god. Oh. Okay, I'm I'm looking it up right now. The room soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack in the room and images uh, and it's just an eyeball. Why? It's a close-up of his eyeball that just says the room. Oh, my but God. Why? He literally took the same picture and just like, let's just blow this up. Oh, this Actually, this no, isn't no, a no, drop no, shadow. No, this no, is, no, by no, the way, no, this this effect was uh, Web 2.0 uh, mirror no, effect. No. I remember that well. A lot, a lot, a lot of websites used this effect because it was something that was built into um, HTML Four, I want to say maybe three something, and they're like, "Oh, look what we can do with just a tag," and it's not good. Wow. And the funny part is, is when you read, when you listen to the the audio book and everything, that that picture of him, that was supposed to be his sexy look. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he did to hit on the part. Actually, I don't even know. I think he might just be like, and like, oh my gosh. Like, he doesn't have any sex organs because, like, he was, like, if you listen to Greg's book. He's a Ken doll not, down there. There's no, there's no mention of, like, Tommy being with a woman. Wow. I mean, this is a Well, he play. doesn't seem to know where a vagina is located. If you watch the sex scenes in that movie, it looks like he's trying to hump her belly button. So, um, that does not, uh, necessarily shock me. And, guys, I just have to interrupt for a second because I happen to pull up Facebook and Anthony Michael Hall is going to be at Phoenix Comic Con this year. What? Oh fuck! Fucking Comic Con made right oh, there. Oh, Anthony man. Michael Hall is going to be at Phoenix Comic Con 2017. That Dude, there have been some good guests already announced oh, this year. Yeah, some really good yeah. guests. Oh, this is awesome. I am happy this about this. Is this is the Breakfast Club '80s reunion for me personally. I don't know what your Michael Hall. But that's exactly the first thing I think of. There's already a, well, I was excited when Alan Tudyk got announced. Oh yeah, that was that was a good one too, man. Fucking oh, yeah. K2SO is gonna be there. K2SO I, is gonna be at Phoenix Comic Con. Oh, actually, that, that actually that one show, Powerless, that just came on NBC. I've seen like two episodes. Actually, pretty is it good? good? Oh, I, I want to check like, that out. I want to check that out. I like him in that role, like playing like Bruce Wayne's quote unquote like cousin or whatnot. But he is. Like it's yeah. so funny, like to hear him in that, and then you know what voices he's actually because he's also the voice of King Candy in mm-hmm. uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. yeah. Which is just you know a uh, you know anybody could do that. They voice. they seriously have some good guests this year. I'm just taking a quick look here. Um, with this announcement, Anthony Michael Hall joins Joan Cusack, Ming Na Wen, who is uh, if you don't know, she's on Agents of Shield. She was also okay. the voice of Mulan, I believe. 
uh, Kevin Conroy. Steve, I believe you know who that is. Yeah. Uh, Ellen. How do you say that guy's last name? Tudyk. 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 Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. Firefly. Like two penises? Like that's how it's pronounced for real? Tudyk. Yeah, Tudyk. Tudyk, yeah. It's Alan Tudyk. Yes. Really? If you want to add an S to it, it's going to be Alan Tudyk. But yes, yeah. Okay, well then. Alan Two Penis. All right. He's going to be there, which is awesome. Bonnie Wright, who's Guinea Weasley, is going to be there for crying out loud. Uh, mm-hmm. Holly Marie Combs, who, if you are a Charmed fan, you'll know who that is. Uh, we've got a uh, – this this is the first person I don't know who she is. Uh, Rachel Scarston. Rachel Scarston. Mm-hmm. I don't what know. What does she do? Blanking. I don't know. Uh, the picture they've got shows her in some, like, period garb, so maybe she's on, like, uh, uh, Once Upon a Time or something. I don't know. She's cute. Okay. I yep. mean, I'll give her that. Uh, we got Jason David Frank, which – uh, I'm sure our friends over at Ranger Command Power Hour would be excited about. Although I hear, from what I understand, he's kind of the outcast of the Rangers. But he was the original Green Ranger. The original, the very first one. And then this oh, one yeah. I'm happy about, Karen David. I don't know if you know who she is. I know her from Gallivant. Did you guys watch that? No, I never uh, The comedy no, the musical. Musical one? No. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Find it and watch it. It is hilarious. It is absolutely hilarious. And she is beyond gorgeous in it. And I mean, just in general, I mean, she is beyond gorgeous. Just she Eric, is. But Eric, in that film specifically, or in that. Is it hilarious, or are we just watching it with the sound off and touching yourself? <clears throat> no, no, no. It's funny, too. It's funny, too. You can you can keep the sound on and touch yourself. laughing. While I was giggling like a girl. I was like Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Yeah. You can do both. Uh, we got Sean McGuire, who I believe is also in uh, Once Upon a Time, I want to say, or maybe Peter Pan or Robin Hood I or something. Never, I don't know. I, yeah, I've never seen uh, uh, Once Upon a Time. I, I know it, I've heard it's good, but I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got uh, Sean McGuire. Oh, no, I just said that. Sean McGuire. And then uh, Ciara Renee, who uh, you watch um, Legends of Tomorrow, yes? Yes. She is uh, the oh, hot girl. She, uh, Oh, she. Oh, she's hot girl. Okay. Yes. Uh, not hot. Well, she is hot. But. Well, yeah, she is that as well. But she's hot girl. Um, and then the first one that was announced was David Anders, who is. Uh, I know him most recently because I. I will admit, is one of my guilty pleasures, along with Dancing with the Stars, so, is I Zombie. The show oh, is so I dumb, <laughs> but it's so great. <laughs> I zombie. Oh, I zombie is yes. clever though because I like the fact that the the leading woman has to like you know every time she eats someone's brain she picks up their personality and she yes. gets to actually become a new person every week. Mm. Yes, which it's, is it's actually, a cool I think premise. It's it really is a cool premise. The one thing yeah. that bugs me about that show, and it, since you watch it, I'll, I'll talk about. it I didn't think anybody else watched it. I thought I was like this loner by myself watching I Zombie. Like, don't no. don't let anybody Keep know. It a lot, Eric. You're keeping <laughs> <Yeah>. it alive. <laughs> uh, I like it. It's good. Um, what were you gonna say, Eric? My my. Pre- problem is that we almost never with the with a very few limited exceptions do we see anybody but her we see a lot of other zombies but we don't see anybody but her taking on the personalities of the brain she's eaten no that is true which i'm hmm. which i'm wondering if they all if um i don't know if they talk about it they talk about having it had happened to them but we don't see it with the one exception of like the one glaring exception is when when she was dating that one guy and then he mm. ate the gay brain, and like uh, they they hung yeah. out and had a gay night together because he was on gay brain that day, that night or whatever. 
Actually, can we rename the podcast Gay Night? <laughs> gay Night. <laughs> they, they just had a whole gay night together. It was fantastic. Welcome oh, back to Gay all. Night, everybody. Matthew and I will be talking about cocks. And we're watching The Room together. Well, you guys are the ones drinking pink Moscato, not me. I'm just saying. That's the pie hole. Hey, so we are 81 days to Phoenix Comic Con, according to their website, which is way exciting. <laughs> Um, since I'm going to be staying there Friday and Saturday night, we will all have to get together. I only assume, Eric, for sure, you're going to be there. Steve, you're going to be there. I'm not sure on Matthew. I think Matthew... he's got a kid coming. So... Oh, that's right. But Congratulations, wanna... by the way. <laughs> but also... Uh, if you're in fucking Ireland, you better be listening. So I have to catch up then. I need to have a kid sometime, so... It's so in vogue. It's it's the in thing, Stephen. You have to have a kid. Look, it's the in thing to do. Everyone has a kid. I have a kid. Everybody loves. Oh kids. no! I'm the no. number one kid in America right now. Oh god! Okay, actually, I figured out. I figured out how to solve that whole wall problem. Okay. Okay. Uh, S- sell me on this. I mean, I yes, know, tell I me. Said, I, I was talking about it with a friend of mine. I go, look, we don't need a. If we're going to waste so much money on bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. This wall. Everyone gets a butler. Oh, because you have like I, I was like thinking about it today. I was thinking about it today. I'm like, I have a lot of shit to do and I have to still get ready for the show. I'm like, mm-hmm. if I had a butler, I could a little like, hey, Jeeves, can you go ahead and take care of these parents for me? He goes in and take care of it. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's like, well, how does this stop from illegals coming in? It's anybody who's registered as an American citizen gets a butler. If you're not registered, you just go, well, he's illegal. He doesn't have a butler. <laughs> <laughs> the the illegals know. are the ones who become the butlers. But that's the thing. If you think about it, they become the butlers. Because if, if everyone who's a citizen gets a butler, and your butler is a citizen, then your butler has a butler, and you, that butler has a butler. And then it becomes, you know, infinity, you know, you've got this infinity pool of butlers, that, and that just that, gets weird. That no, just gets odd, saying, especially at see, bedtime. You built, on, you built on the plan. See, everyone gets a butler, but then you're like, hey, you want to come to America? You can, and we'll give you a job, and then boom. So then they don't get stuck with the whole, you know, like, oh, they're all landscapers, all this. They're like, no, he's a he's they're a all butlers. <laughs> That's much better. <laughs> We're gonna change the stereotype by giving them a, another very specific stereotype that we're going to enforce by law. Like some words and stuff like that. But to be fair. It's a work in progress, though. No, I, as, as a base plan, as a starting point goes, I think you're on to something here. It's definitely better than anything he's actually presented as a plan for real. So I'm good with it. That's why yeah. I say what we need to do. Well, we need to find someone who does makeup. We just need to have Donald Trump go away. I'll take over and I'll just be like, look, America, we're just going to have butlers. It's going to be huge. Everyone's going to butler. And then and then it's perfect because he sucks at tweeting just like me. So it will just seem like he's tweeting anyways. When I think <laughs> uh, oh, my God. The Nintendo Switch is really cool. I can't wait to take this on my private jet. Yes, I have a private jet. My jet is the only private jet that ever flies to another jet that flies into it. It's like a Decepticon. I'm taking it's my like- jet to another jet which is going to take me to another jet before another i get jet. to where i'm yeah. going because that's how cool i am yeah oh, shit all hey, right i already got it down i promised we uh, weren't going to get well i didn't promise i promised myself that i wasn't going to get political this episode so well let's be fair me getting political is literally just so i can do an impersonation Eric. we're really yeah. just sitting about if, if it's not christopher walken it's president <laughs> trump oh so, yeah i mean i did obama all the time right so there you go i did obama uh, all the time too he was fantastic in bed <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, you're interesting on a second <laughs> bottle of wine over there. Uh, yeah, Eric and I had a shot me, and then uh, I would do him from behind. 
Because he's a huge, huge uh, sexy Sasquatch. <laughs> that's right. He has a license for late to prove it. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, uh, I definitely like to tap that sass. <laughs> all right. Damn so Comic-Con, right. we'll all yes, be there. We we'll don't there. know if Matthew will. Matthew has that wild card He's got now. that wild card now. When's this kid do, by the way? April. April, okay. I know. I was, I was oh. actually, actually asking about that the other day because I was like, for some reason, it felt like longer to me since he had announced it. I was like, isn't it about ready to pop out and they're flying to Ireland? Like, are they, they're getting on an international flight when she's ready to burst? That doesn't seem safe. Baby. I'm, I'm going to be pissing Trump off right now. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I, I've seen like women get pregnant and I know there's like the mood swings and different things. All of a sudden <laughs> Megan with this, literally Megan's probably pissed off all of her friends who've had kids before her. Literally Megan's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> She's so fucking calm about it. It's Are not even funny. Kidding me right oh, now? Yeah, like she even told me. She's like, "Oh yeah, I didn't even have morning sickness." And we're like, "What? <laughs> Get I'm out!" Make I found out Megan is the equivalent of pregnancy as I am with hangovers, where I don't get them and everyone hates me for it. Where <laughs> yeah. it's like the next morning, I'm like, tomorrow I'm gonna wake up and be like, I feel great. Let's let's rock this day. And like some people are just gonna be like, I uh, should have stopped that one bottle. Uh, um, um, excuse me. <laughs> Actually, no. I I have found that as long as I stick to uh, one, e- either one type of liquor, and I don't know if you can hear this right now. <laughs> as long as I stick to, as long as I stick to decent stuff. I just have one. Are you pouring that into a beer stein right now? He has the fucking food from like beer bags. The trick is you have to turn it at the end. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, as long as I stick to one type of thing, whether it, whether it be beer or whether it be wine or whether it be liquor, and if it's liquor, it has to be decent stuff. If I drink cheap liquor, I'll get a hangover. If I mix stuff, if I have wine, then beer, then liquor, then beer, then wine, then, you know, if I mix stuff around, then I'll probably have a hangover. But if I drink, I, I honestly had a night a while back I was just having a rough night and honestly it was just one of those things where everybody else in the house was asleep I was by myself and I just wanted to get drunk and I did I drank uh, a box of wine uh, by myself it was one of the smaller boxes it was only the three liter box not the five liter box Uh, so you know I had that going for me but I drank this box of wine by myself and when I woke up in the morning I had a, a small headache but nothing major because I, I was drinking the same thing the entire time. It's only when I mix stuff around that I really have a problem. Mm-hmm. So I should be okay. And I just, uh, I just poured from my new bottle, which is, uh, uh, yeah. Amado yeah. sewer. It's A M A D O S U R. It's, uh, Trivento. Wait, hold, on, hold on, Eric. I'm sorry to interrupt, but, um, I need this in a European accent of some sort, please. <laughs> I, I, I just uh, poured from the Trevento Amado, sir. It is a 2013 70% Malbec, uh, 20% Bonarda, and 10% Syrah from Mendoza, Argentina. We Our podcast that Eric and I recorded this morning was on – was based off of the great train robbery which happened in 1850s london so 
Uh, we were talking about accents a little bit this morning, too, so that's hilarious. I, Nicely I, done. I have to say, uh, Eric, congratulations. First time you fucking did an accent on the podcast, because every time I would get try to get them to do shit, Eric would just be like, I don't got any. He's like, here we go. Here's my Canadian. Hey, you know, and you're like, sorry about that, eh? That's about it. That's all I got. Um, and now another Stephen has to bring it out of you. That's, it's that second <laughs> bottle of wine. Wine is yeah. officially the drink of choice on this podcast. Yeah, every time Eric's on now, we'll be like, oh, dude, we're going to have a uh, have wine Sweet Jesus, this one's 14% too. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to be so fucked by the end of this bottle. Uh, but yes. Um, so so here, here, let me read the, the back of this. Uh, Amado Sur, Malbec fell in love with the South. In Argentina's Andean foothills, Malbec changed upon a gorgeous terrier where it could attain its tremendous potential. Adding Bordarda and Syrah, which also express a distinctive character in these lands, Trevento's oh. winemakers created the complex, complex, oh. sorry, <laughs> and oh. elegant Amadosa. Ooh, ah, mm. ah. Eric laying down the wine. I felt like I was listening to an audiobook right there when yeah. you're reading the wine bottle. <laughs> As, uh, Eric walked into the room. Yeah, I, the- I have thought. Uh, about at some point reaching out to independent authors, you know, people who publish their stuff online on like Amazon and whatnot independently and being like, Hey, I would like to record your book in my studio and put it out. Like I will record it for free. I will give it to you to put out as an audiobook as you please with no royalties or what whatsoever. Just allow me to put it out chapter by chapter or hour by hour as a podcast. So yeah. it's something that that I'm thinking about. Look at you. I man. wouldn't drink a bottle of wine before doing it. <laughs> I totally would. Well, I'm gonna get, wow. I, get, I get high before I do everything. It's just know. easier that way. Oh, my God. It's so much easier. <laughs> we are getting deeper into our second hour here, and I'm thinking to myself, we're going to have to do this again, guys, because there's so much more I want to talk about. Oh, no, I, definitely. Like, yeah. I came prepped for talking about some Netflix stuff, the most recent movie I saw in a theater. I totally wanted to screw with the uh, geeks who eat and talk to uh, Steve about recipes I've been doing and the low carb stuff and everything. And now we're like at the end of uh, hour number two. So uh, we will have to do this again with with Matthew. uh, Yeah. With Matthew. Sabbatical. I'm glad that this live uh, audio has worked out uh, for sure, Eric. I will say this. So since we do have uh, some time left or whatnot, so recent movie, because you didn't mention it earlier this week. I wasn't sure if you got a chance to see it. Did you finally get to see – did you get to see Logan? No, I did not. I'm going on Sunday is the plan currently. I'm going tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Already this has been leaked. Uh, I can't wait to see the actual teaser trailer on the big screen, but there is a Deadpool teaser trailer that has come out. I don't know if, Eric, you got a chance to see it yet. I have Uh, not. I I saw the post or the tweet or the message or whatever. I don't know. I got so, so many uh, different social networks going. I'm like, sometimes I, I know that there's a message somewhere, and I have no idea where I saw it. I think it was from it was sent from Kyle from Longbuck's cast. Okay. Uh, he kind of ba- so basically what I say is I'm not I'm not going to ruin it uh, because I think if everyone's going to go see this movie, they will get this teaser trailer, and I I think it's great. I can't wait to see it on the big screen in a better because it's basically someone filming it with their phone. Oh. Okay. Uh, but we do, we are getting the the Deadpool uh, two trailer okay. because of course this is a rated R movie Logan movie <laughs> and it is oh, yeah. just a teaser trailer and even the teaser trailer you're just like they're they know they know this character. Yeah. They know exactly what they're doing yep. with this. They did a phenomenal job of the first film, and already with the second film, I'm just like, I'm like, shut up and take my money. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, well, so yeah, we'll definitely have to talk about Logan. I'm super excited. Apparently, uh, the reviews that have come out for it before the movie has, uh, oh. it, 
everyone's been saying everything positive. If, yeah. if you're going to see one superhero movie this year, see Logan. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm on board. Yeah. So I mean, I was on board from the first. As soon as they said Logan, as soon as they said Logan, and he was older, and I'm like, old man Logan comics. Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm all in. over this. You know, this is how it needs to um, end. So yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, well, we might have to do a like a podcast. I did see Lego Batman. Okay. That was the newest movie I saw. I would have to say probably the best Batman movie I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. And don't get me wrong, I love a lot of Batman movies. Like mm-hmm. I like Dark Knight. I even enjoyed, you know, the parts of Batman v Superman and stuff like that. But, uh, but this one literally like was fucking on on like you're like oh my god they literally took everything for the Batman universe threw it in this movie and made you enjoy it. Okay. Hmm. I will have to check that out. But uh, yeah, I'm planning on seeing Logan on Sunday. Okay, cool. So if we have a, I mean, I would love to to do that show with you guys, uh, with you and and Matt, if uh, you guys both have a time that you can sit down and Skype and we can talk about it after after we all see it. I would love to do that. But if not, you know, if you guys can't work in a schedule, that's totally cool, whatever. But Eric, yeah. I totally have time. I'm blowing off Kevin Smith books. Remember? Right. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be so funny when. Eric, if he tags like Kevin Smith in any of the posts for this, oh, you know I'm going to squeeze back, back, like going like, why aren't you reading my fucking books? What's your deal? Um, oh, speaking of Kevin Smith, because I do want to find out what movie you just recently watched. Okay. Speaking mm-hmm. of Kevin Smith, so his co-host on Hollywood Babylon, Ralph Garman, I found out he was in a movie with Tommy Wiseau called Samurai. Oh, Co- oh it gets better. So oh, Samurai. Co- <laughs> You're like, wait, no, it gets better past oh, me saying the word Tommy Wiseau. So oh, this far. is great. Okay, so I, I should we should have watched the first one. So if you listen to the one episode of Life We Should called Samurai Cop 2, Patrick and I sat down because it's on Amazon Prime. Is the sequel to apparently a movie called Samurai Cop. Now, we didn't bother <laughs> to watch the first movie. Like, which apparently. In, apparently it's the sequel. <laughs> no, in retrospect, apparently there was a lot of fucking information in that movie that we were like, what the fuck is going on? I noticed oh. to, uh, one of the characters is at the bar and Ralph Garman's at the bar, like being the bartender playing his thing. So I literally go, oh, my God, I am watching Samurai Cop 2 Twitter. And I'm like, and Ralph Garman's it. So he liked it. But I literally go, also, what the fuck is going on in this movie? Like, I literally had to put that on the tweet. So Pat and I are – but I will say this. Highly recommend watching Samurai Cop 2 without seeing the first one because we're going to watch the first one uh-huh. and we're just going to see if that's the better way to watch it. <laughs> right. Well, I, I bring up my guilty pleasure on Netflix, the um, Agency of Vengeance, Dark Rising. That mm-hmm. is a sequel. The first one is not available on Netflix, so I've never seen the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no idea. But – it still stands by itself. I definitely recommend uh, go to Netflix, watch Agency of Vengeance, Dark Rising. It's one of those movies that is so bad it's good. Uh, it's it, you just you you have to see it to know what I'm talking about. I would love to do a, a podcast about that particular movie. Just just one episode, just one shot. You know, talk about this movie because it's so so greatly, fantastically bad. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So Steven, so what was the movie you most recently watched? Obviously, apparently according to your site, wasn't as good as Eric's movie or my movie, no. which apparently are sequels. So yeah. I, well, mine was a sequel. Oh, okay. I, no shit. I win uh, John Wick too. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Yeah, good movie. Okay. Yes, I saw a better one. Sorry. But uh, yeah, no, John Wick too. I, uh, I was a huge fan of the original John Wick. Okay. I got, I don't know how it must've been through signing up to send through Harkins, but I got a um, like a I got premiere. to two week before it released type thing. Like oh, nice. so, this is the thing. So when it, the original John Wick came out, 
was a little over two years ago. Yes. My wife was literally nine months pregnant. Like, I'm going to have my second kid at any point. And I've got this movie premiere that I can go see. So I take my brother to go see it with me. And they're patting everybody down, and you can't bring cell phones. And yes. I have my cell phone on me because I'm thinking, if my wife goes in labor, I'm leaving this movie. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, oh, shit. And, uh, but I loved the movie. I loved the world it created. I loved the hotel and everything. Uh, second one was great. I'm really looking forward to the third. They're going to wrap this up beautifully. Uh, but, yeah, no, the second, John Wick 2. And uh, uh, kudos to Keanu Reeves. I just really love what he uh, did in this movie. That's so. what they were saying. And I'm actually really excited because, uh, the, I guess, the director uh, – did he direct both of these, uh, one and two? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so he's actually now been attached to the Deadpool movie for the sequel. Right. The yep. director. So Because, obviously uh, – Shit, I forgot to say Tim something. Um, uh, he dropped out. Yeah, he backed out. Uh, well, it's funny though because like I guess they had two, and actually I could I figured out how to solve that problem, and you could have still kept that same director from the first one, uh, where he wanted to do kind of like a bigger budget uh, Deadpool movie, and Ryan Reynolds like, no, come on, let's keep it like look at. And I go, actually, what you could have done, you could have actually met met both halfway, and literally the beginning of the movie is a ridiculous fucking just explosion, <laughs> stuff like that, and then literally it just cuts the Deadpool on the phone going what. So the entire budget's gone. We've only we're like five minutes in the movie. Oh, we're okay. All right, everybody. Deadpool two. Deadpool and, 2. and this literally and it would have worked. It would have worked. Perfectly. It would have worked perfectly. Oh my god, that would have worked perfectly. Yes, yeah, spend it all in the first five minutes, and then yeah, yep, yeah, totally right. Oh my god, I love it. So uh, yeah, that was my most recent theater movie. I don't get out very much, but uh, I introduced my wife to John Wick about a month ago in preparation for John Wick two. She totally loved it, and oh, so cool. yeah, we went and saw the second movie okay, uh, opening so weekend. So. I need to still see the first one. I want to see the first one. I totally uh, should. Yeah, yeah, no, great assassin movie. <laughs> um, remember, I'm wasting my time on shitty movies and books <laughs> I can't finish. So. Books you can't finish. So uh, Steve-O's life. <laughs> that's gonna be the name of my first comedy album. Shitty movies and books I just can't finish. Write that down Uh, because that is perfect. We we will not remember that tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I'll just tell. I know Eric. Eric's a little away from the mic. He's uh, he's tinkling. Uh, I'm sure that he's gonna come back. Be like, what the fuck did you say that, bro? Um, Because that's how Eric talks and whatnot. Um, In your head, yeah, yeah. yeah. What the fuck, bro? bro. It's all like Eric doesn't talk like that. I'm like, man, you don't even want to know how Matthew sounds. (laughs) Eric's like, oh shit, how does Matthew sound? I'm like, all right, all right. Matthew's not on the show. So you can't get offended, but here we go. Come on, guys, this isn't cool. <laughs> I know everyone thought I was going to go black on that one. No, I was waiting for it. Yeah, you're right. Actually, it was you're weird. Right. I busted out Tracy Morgan not too long ago, and I totally forgot I could oh, do Tracy you? Morgan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I've been, that I, was I've like been watching uh, Thirty Rock finally, so was, all of a sudden, was... your Tracy Jordan may or your Tracy Morgan makes sense to me. <laughs> No, no. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. No, yeah, that's what happened. Eric texts me going, hey, I'm finally watching 30 Rock, and I'm just all like, like, are you fucking kidding? Like, <laughs> seriously, like, sometimes when I look at my phone, sometimes I'm just like, what the, but it, my, I just realized my life should be a sitcom. Uh, literally, my sister came over to do the podcast last night, her podcast. They ended up not doing one because Natalie forgot that she was working, and I'm like, Oops. how do you not? Had okay. To, okay. I'm having a conversation yeah. with my sister on stuff and she literally got up, started talking to me, just went to the bathroom, sat is in the bathroom and still having the conversation with me. And I'm literally sitting here on the couch going like this, like looking around, like, <laughs> is this happening right now? And I'm literally going like, this would be perfect on a sitcom. Cause oh, totally, totally. Oh, it uh, gets even better. My mom asked my sister and her response. This is what I'm just like, my life needs to be a sitcom. I'm literally the person in the middle of all this fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. My mom asked my sister, oh, did you see the thing that I posted about the pig on Facebook? It's not going, it's not going, oh, there was a, oh, a new pig video. My sister goes, which one? 
<laughs> and I look at her and go, what do you mean which one? And my sister goes, oh, I have a lot of pigs in my life right now. And I'm like, and I'm like and I go, hey, Aaron, I know two pigs. Babe and Miss fucking Piggy. That is it. Who else do you know? Oh, wow. And But she, how she said it and delivered it was like nonchalant. Like, oh, I, I have way too many pigs in my life right now. And I'm just like, so, like, seriously, which, which fucking pig, man? I need yeah, to I was, know. Oh, shit. That is hilarious. Yeah, I'm, I'm, seriously, I'm sitting there on the couch going like, my life needs to be a fucking sitcom. No. I literally could just do be no. like, here's the podcast. The podcast is my job on the sitcom. And it's just like, let me just tell you about my family. And it's literally... Oh my yeah. god. Well, and it's all the people rotating it's too. all the people rotating into here because you record in the studio here. So it's different people and personas and so yeah, you, that is a sitcom everything you see cuz a lot of times I'm assuming you're sitting there really more controlling the board and listening. You're not like joining into every podcast. So you're watching weirdness happen sometimes. Oh no, it happens. <laughs> like there was a one time I said like I I really don't pre- this is, sounds shitty, but I don't really care because I don't think my sister's going to listen to the show. But I don't really promote my sister's show. Uh, there was one episode. She had one guy on. And I literally asked her, like, last time she was over here, I go, like, what the fuck was that guy on? <laughs> and she's like, oh, so-and-so? Yeah, he's a little. I'm like, a little? Man could not answer a fucking simple question. Okay, here we go. I'm going to ask you guys this question. Yes or no question? No. There's no wrong answers. It's basically your opinion. Yes or no. Well, there's no. got to be a wrong answer. There's two answers. There's- no, no, okay, no, no. It's your own opinion, but a yes or no question. Here you go, Eric. Do you oh, guys God. believe in aliens? Well, okay, okay, wait. Do you mean like, do I believe that aliens exist oh, somewhere out in the universe, or do you mean do I believe that aliens have uh, made contact with Earth? Excel shit, bitch. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what he would answer. Yeah. For, for me, I do have to make that specification because people ask, do you believe no, in no, UFOs? No. I'm like, well, no. But okay, do I so believe there's alien life somewhere in the universe? Fuck yes. There's too many goddamn planets and stars and galaxies out there to, for me to believe that we're the only planet out of all of those billions that managed to create life. No, I believe there's aliens somewhere. Do I think they've managed to make it here? Fuck no. And if they did, they certainly didn't scoop up a few people and stick probes up their butts. No. I beg you differ, but... I like those pink um, moscato. Uh, what I was... Get, yeah. But, okay, so, Eric, like, literally, the answer you gave, you were like, no, not really, but you gave a little bit of an explanation, but it's not a wrong, yes or no answer. It's basically, like, a question I would ask on the podcast for people to answer. Like, again, like, Stephen, like, yes or no? Like, you could even give, like... Yes, I, I easily enough. Yes, there are there is alien life somewhere out there. Yes. Okay, so easily got two answers right off the bat. Even if you gave me an explanation, be like, well, this is why I believe. Yeah, or mm-hmm. some of that. This guy, literally, <laughs> Natalie asked that same question. He's all like, okay, well, um, okay, so this is what, and I'm not kidding. Well, have you what ever I'm, seen I, a mush room, man? Have I'm you? Doing, have no, you ever I, seen? Completely honest. He literally went this. He's like, well, I know this professor and I, w- I go to school and I really respect this person. All right. And he told us all the story about uh, this encounter that he um, had. So uh, after, you know, you hear this from coming from this man, you're like, well, I respect this person. And, you know, I believe his opinion. So, you know, it just kind of, you know, speaks for itself. But I'm not kidding. What? His, it's like, <laughs> yeah, but OK, picture that. But 10 fucking minutes longer. <laughs> So I, I'll be completely honest. Socially Awkward is probably the only podcast I religiously listen to on the network. I feel like I need to listen to your sister's podcast. It's a now. fucking Just shit show. Literally. <laughs> they were like, 
<laughs> no, honestly, they were like, hey, we want to rename the podcast. I'm like, you're renaming it to Shit Show? Because that's what it should be. Or Clusterfuck. It's Clusterfuck. I, I mean, to be fair, their original name made zero sense for the show they were on. Underground Railroad, right? Yeah, yeah. Underground yeah, Railroad. It's like, wait, what? are you guys a podcast about racism? Oh, are you a podcast about slavery? Oh, I don't understand. No, you're just a couple of girls sitting there shooting the shit about random stuff in your life? Two middle-class white chicks. <laughs> oh, they're up top of that shit. They know exactly... They know exactly... What other races are thinking? They're on the God. fucking ball. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, I yeah. love this too much. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like sometimes just tune in because I like I usually try to man the board, but they do bring me into the show. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I usually try to bring like order to it sometimes. Not like, hey, so I'll just be like, they have a guest on. Move it along a little bit. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically yeah. they have a guest on. And I'd like, be like, so oh, you were oh. saying. Yes. yes, and stuff like it's like, oh, so this is the first time you've been on a podcast. People who are now tuning in who've never met you or know you, tell us about yourself. Right. Uh, you they go. don't seem to do that. They seem to be like, oh, here's our friend, da da da. Oh my god, this is what happened. Oh, we're gonna have a stone guy on the show. Uh, literally, okay, everyone already knows this. I'm prop two oh five like all the fucking time when I do podcasts now. Mm-hmm. I was literally on that podcast, that state. I'm literally looking at this guy going like this guy's fucking high. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? And if I know it, I'm high, and I think I'm you're high, high, which means you're double high, what maybe maybe oh, triple yeah. high. That's like when you're really really drunk, and you see a guy, and you look at the guy, and you go like, "Man, that guy's fucking drunk as yeah, shit." Yeah. <laughs> sure, like, it, you know what happens when that happens? It's like you're so a little bit of your sober kicks in. You're like, "That guy's fucking." <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. Like that motherfucker's <laughs> drunk off his ass. Like I hope he doesn't go into it. If I see him get into a car, I am calling somebody. Oh God! Uh, I hope I so uh, Steve. Oh, you can't see this, Eric. But he just looked at his phone. I'm thinking, oh man, his sister's texting him right now. <laughs> no, that would be actually, actually, uh, actually, a good a good friend of the show, uh, Josh Silverman. He just sent me over his uh, friend code for uh, the We Switch. So oh, okay. hey, that. Josh, how's it going? I know obviously you're not listening because you're playing with your new Switch. But when you are listening. And I know you'll catch up eventually because I listen to your constantly calibrating podcast and your admit one podcast, which you can find over at constantlycalibrating.com. So since I'm listening to your shows over there, I sure hope you're giving us a listen over here at socially. Awkward. No, I, I actually, the, the thing that made me, the thing that made me laugh the most wasn't even like that. Which Josh is a good guy though. I thought playing with your Wii was bad, and then what you just said is like, well, you're over there playing with your Switch. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Makes him sound like he's into the... Uh, I think Nintendo... I Japanese, see what Nintendo's doing here. Nintendo's yeah. like, what can we do that would be totally sexually oh, innuendo? Here's a, another funny penis joke. Oh, about, Americans. Oh, how about this? A switch. Oh, oh they don't think oh. so. If I play with your dick, you get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. you want to switch funny. it up? Oh, oh, you want to play with two controllers? Ah, oh, left, right. Ah. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. That took a turn. That took a uh, turn, guys. Pink Moscato just apparently does it to the Steve. Yeah, it does it oh, to the Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, oh, oh my god shit. oh you know what we should we need to find a thing that we can co-write on or something like that and then yeah. we could literally just call it the steven bookends oh i like where this is going okay weird part is i'm good at coming up with names steven anything Brand. after that i don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> you're out you're yeah. out the entire yeah, premise the, the content, actual content no <laughs> name i got gotcha, you bro 
That's your bro. I can come up with any name any day of the week. All right. Oh, what what the show's about? Oh, no God. fucking idea. That's on you. Oh. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Well, I, I've uh, got to say, I've truly enjoyed this scene. This could go on for hours no, and hours. So I don't know where where you want to end, but uh, Eric, we we're going. We to we have this. time. I mean, we can technically broadcast for another about fifty minutes or so. I don't know what your time constraints are. Um, as far as our actual time limits on the Spreaker system, we've still got about fifty five minutes actually that we can technically broadcast. So oh. I'm good to keep on going for as long as you guys are willing to go because I miss this shit so fucking much. I got to tell you guys, this has been such a fucking great night for me. You know, you know, Eric's just sitting there looking at the the bottle of wine, going like, "I miss this shit so fucking much." <laughs> so let it's me not. I mean, I'm like literally like I I. It's weird. I'm like, if I just look down at the microphone. And I'm talking to you guys, and I'm just hearing you, and I'm not really paying attention to the outside world. It's fucking awesome. And then I, I open my eyes, and I look around, and I see myself in this – yes, this awesome little studio that I built for myself, which, with, which I'm very proud of, to be honest with you, that I that I put this together myself. Like I'm, I look around, and I'm like, I fucking built this shit. Man shit. But yeah. I am – by myself down here i am in this little room by myself and you guys are only here in my space via the power of the internet but uh yeah if you guys are cool with with hanging out a little bit longer i am totally cool with, with going on a little bit longer because we can do it and i got the time and i got the wine so i'm good to go oh, is, that another, is that is that another podcast i suit you there i got the time you get the wine all right i uh, so uh, let me tell you a little insight uh so i am going to Kauai, going to hawaii here oh, yeah, in yeah. a uh, couple of weeks so what i have to look forward to tonight and the only reason that i could care less about getting out of here um in less than 50 minutes is my wife's going to try on a lot of outfits for me to include uh, swimsuits and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the more often I, she's not listening to this, I, so she's going to be getting naked and trying on different clothing for me. I have my own personal little strip show going on at my uh, house when I get home tonight. Oh, so, so that's that's perfect. Fuck you, Eric. I'm out. <laughs> Goodbye. You know what? I, I, Ouch. I, I, okay, I'm gonna put it this that's way. That's all right I though. My evening was gonna be pretty stellar. I'm like wrap up the podcast. I'm gonna. Got a prop 205, and then I might play a little bit of, you know, uh, I might just download some uh, Super Bomberman R, and then you're like, oh, my wife's going to be trying on swimsuits for me, so I'm getting this, like, cool show. I'm all like, your evening just blew my evening away. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. I really Thank thought you. I Well, steve if you want to stay talking for a little bit longer, then by all means, I'd be more than happy to. <laughs> I, I am glad that this all worked out because I have offered up to Steve-O that, you know, hey, listen, you know, when Matthew's going on his sabbatical, I don't know how long he's going to, want to take off with the new kid, but I'll definitely sit in. But, hey, now we know that, you know, Steve, Steve, and Eric works out as a good little, uh, you know, threesome like with Steve, wine. Steve, and Eric. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, will this, need, this I will definitely uh, need to yeah. see if I Eric? can finagle my way into a Friday off uh, again between now and May because go. I don't know if I can wait until May to do this again. I really... Uh, I need to do this again. But the thing is, my, my schedule just changed. I was getting a day off every week, every other week, like a day off during the week, every other week. But then our schedule changed where I don't have to work as many Saturdays, which means I end up with you – know, that's why I have today off is because I work tomorrow. Well, now the schedule changed. I only work like every – third or fourth or something Saturday and I only have to work a Sunday like twice a year or something like that <clears throat> which means my day off during the week don't happen as often so it's it's harder for me to get a Friday off 
but I will work to make that happen between I, now and May I, because I, I've got to do this again. No, dude, I, I we miss you. Like, I mean, we like we said, we tried out a new person on the show, and that's a that's a story for another uh, another podcast. I, I listened. I listened. You had her on twice, right? We had her on three times. Okay, I, I listen. I, I heard two of the episodes, and I must have missed one because I only heard two with her on it. And I, I'll be honest with you, I thought she was starting to maybe fit in. Uh, you know, as far as I could tell, as a listener, I have no idea what was going. I just banged the microphone. I don't know why. I'm not drunk or anything. As a listener. I felt she was almost starting to maybe click a little bit, but it was still, you could tell there was definitely still some work to do, but well, there's no way that I can judge how she was in person. Uh, you know. I'm going to put it this way, Eric. Uh, we had a, we had our third episode mm-hmm. and it literally was us coming into the show going like, Oh, Hey, this is socially awkward, you know? And before I could even ask, how was your week? She jumped in and was like, oh, I have some news stories. And literally I was like, oh, that's uh, great and everything. That's that's what we get to when we run out of shit to talk about. I, I go, yeah, you'll have your segment. <laughs> this is your, like in my head, this is what was going on. And like, I know, I don't know if Matthew picked up on it, but literally I was like that episode. I'm pretty sure if, if people know me, they're like, Steve is not happy in this episode. <laughs> she started taking it over at that point. She yeah. was taking over in the third episode. And what sucked, though, is as soon as I was like, you know what? I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. I was like really trying to hard. And then Matthew and I, she would tell us a story. We'd be going back and forth with stuff, like how we usually do, like making fun of jokes and all this yeah. shit, like some of the robots. And immediately, like, you're like on a roll. And she'd be like, next story. And you're like, you're like, wait, what? Seriously? Oh, yeah, the that, stories like we, we, oh. we always found we've, we, we tried this. We tried this before where we're like, okay, let's stick to a strict schedule. We'll, we'll do this segment, then this segment, then this segment. And we found <clears throat> that that does not work for us. It works as a way to move on when we've run out of shit to talk about. Yes. Right. But when yes. we're flowing, we're flowing. Have we brought up a single like news story tonight? No, we've talked about my move. We talked about Steve's week. We talked about the switch a little bit, and it's just naturally flowed into other things. We talked about fucking room for like an hour. <laughs> but the point to the story is we didn't need specific points. Now, if at any point we're like, uh, oh crap, okay, we got nothing to talk about, that's a good time to have a story ready. You know, it's always good to have a couple of things ready just in case the conversation lulls. But when you try to force it, and we found we we did that when we first started the show, that's what we did. We had like this: we're gonna do this segment, we're gonna do these segments here. We even had little intros. Like I know you have a couple of intros for like when Matt talks about wrestling and stuff, which is awesome. But it's not set like we have to do this. You're like, oh, Matt's about to talk about wrestling. Let me play this sound real quick, and then you can continue talking about wrestling, which you were gonna do anyway. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. like it's it's not a big like thing like. uh, I like doing that kind of stuff, but it's like, yeah, it was just at that point, I was just like, no. What's happening? You're making me sad. What's happening? Eric, can you hear that? I can hear that. What's happening? Why am I sad? (laughs) 
But yeah, no, no. I, I, I oh, look, actually, good. I was talking to, I was talking to Stephen, um, and he thinks it's a good idea. So I'm gonna pitch it to you after we end the episode because I really actually don't want to do it. To, like the listeners, you'll have to wait. Uh, we're not gonna spoil this, but this, I, I. This feels like a teaser right here. It yes. is a teaser. Yeah. Well, I like to do. I like to tease. I like I'm to, getting, you know, I'm getting tickled. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like to play with the tip for a little bit and then <laughs> oh. just walk out the door. <laughs> what? Uh, we bring out the switch and. Oh, I, Eric, I'm gonna be honest with you. If I was born a woman, I would be a total fucking bitch. I, I realize it. I'm just like, I'd be like, I would fucking use men. I would fucking do whatever I want because I like. I'm like, all right. I'm like, back in my prime, I was a pretty good looking dude. Like, not gorgeous, but pretty good looking. So I'm like, chick wise, I'm like, I think I'd be pretty rocking a pretty solid right. body at that point yeah. in my youth. Yeah. So yeah, no, I agree. I would fucking the the shit that I know now doing that. Yeah, I would totally fuck with people. <laughs> uh, so anyways, so uh, but yeah, but yeah, uh, 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 I'll have something to talk uh, to you afterwards. Uh, uh, speaking about uh, live shows, everything like that. But like you said, um, uh, yeah, anytime you can jump on or we can figure something sure. out or whatnot. Uh, this worked out so well that I would love to have you come on. And I always love it when you're in the chat room, you can listen to us at work and some of that. But yeah, like uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Eric. And I know like people are like, Oh, he might just be saying it cause you're on the show. And some of that we talk about cause it's like, like, yes, we, we know we're going to need a third person, but it is really hard to fill like that position from you because I know we all just have like a, like a good flow together right. and it's it's not like i'm not saying like this person's going to re ever replace you but it's like to get somebody with that same kind of like oh he knows exactly what we're doing mm -hmm. or i know exactly what he's doing we're going to jump in we're going to do this stuff we're going to have fun it's it's like it's it's fucking a lot harder than i thought it was going to be <laughs> it really did it really Eric, we, we Eric, got so lucky with matthew you have you have no idea like you you always tell that story about how after matt was on that first show and I talked to him, I'm like, hey, listen, I know he's your friend and everything, but <laughs> holy shit, he was amazing. You know, like, like seriously, like we got so lucky with Matthew yeah. as far yeah, as how yeah. he fits in to the show. And, and just the three of us, we, we really did have have a good way about us. And and uh, so I'm on the one hand, I'm like kind of proud that I'm like, oh, my, my shoes are hard to fill. But at the same time, I'm like, I feel bad for you guys that I had to leave and that now you guys are in this position where you have to find somebody to to try to fill in for what I've left. And hey, right. uh, my ultimate goal, I am kind of, you know, I know, I know none of my coworkers listen to this show, so I feel pretty confident saying this. I I do have my feelers out there for another job. And if I find something that will pay me uh, enough to to leave my current job, which honestly won't take much because I don't make a whole lot where I'm at right now. Um, if I find something that will give me a Monday through Friday, nine to five gig, I might be available to do this. Like I know when I first left, I said, hey, I'm not going to make you guys go through the technical difficulties to make this happen. But I think we just proved tonight that it's not – that hard yep. we figured right. it out yeah. we got it We've, we were doing it and i think we could make it even smoother if we had practice so i am in the process of actively looking for a job that would probably possibly give me the the freedom to do this on the regular basis which I, I would love to rejoin you even if you guys have a third host at that point if i could just jump on a few times you know sometimes uh, I'm doing the same thing with uh, Kyle from Longbox Cast because after our 100 episode, uh, you know, he'll be focusing more on his uh, Pokemon podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, but he did say like, "Hey, do you mind if I jump in if you guys do like a huge movie review or something like that?" Mm -hmm. And I watch the movie. I'm like, "Yeah, I have no, like I have no problem with that because I'm like, you 
that's again, these people help build these shows. These people helped out. Like when you had like Kyle, like saw that, you know, tweet go out and Kyle's like, dude, I love comics. And you know, like, yeah, it's really sad for him to go, but I'm also looking forward to like having him come on. And then I'm also looking forward to like what Joe and I are going to do, you know, and stuff. So there's like so many things. It's like, I get, I've lucked out sometimes where I was able to find that co-host. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, but like, yeah, like, uh, I'm totally on board with that. If you, if, and I know, and I know Matthew's going to be totally on board with that. It's oh, yeah. No question to ask. Cause Matthew yeah, and I'm I, so like, sad that like the one Friday I had off, I like, I tweet you guys. I'm like, I, I message you guys. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be off on this day. Like, do you think you can, you can make me a guest on the show? Like, you think you can work this out? And Matt's like, well, I won't be there. Cause I'll be in freaking Ireland that day. I'm like, son of a bitch. I really can't blame him for it because I know I'm going to be doing that pretty soon now. So oh, I am actually cool. leaving. Like, I think it's May 5th. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Where I don't know what for that show. Uh, but I'm going to New York because we're oh, actually right going to check out a haunted hotel. Oh, cool. Uh, Sweet. Which we'll report back on uh, the Not Another Be Horrorcast. You'll, but yeah, you'll but be closer actually... to me then than you are right now. So if you well, can figure yeah. out a way to come through Ohio, you let me know because I will <laughs> figure out. Yeah, I will meet you somewhere or something. Oh, and Stephen, I was going to, to mention when you yeah. fly <laughs> into Milwaukee. Confused. I got I got to throw this out there before I forget about it because I forgot about it when you first mentioned it. Now I'm going to – you're going to fly into Milwaukee. Yes, when you fly yeah. into Milwaukee, you are going to pass over a house that says, welcome to Cleveland. Ignore that. You are flying into Milwaukee. There is a guy who has a house, who owns the house that is right in the airport flight path who has painted welcome to Cleveland on the top of his house to fuck with people who are flying into Milwaukee. No, that is amazing. I am That's not crazy. kidding you. I hope you see this house, but be if you see the Welcome to Cleveland house, you are landing in Milwaukee. You are good to go. Okay, so I'm I'm going to go back to uh, just a few seconds ago. Um, you know, I am a far fourth when it comes to uh, being uh, helping co-hosting on the show. And you know, I know Jeff and I came into this with the Twelve A uh, Productions podcast back when you first started the Four Eyed Radio Network and everything. Um, but you, you guys have a great thing and yeah, Matthew is amazing. Like listening to last week's episode, just his laugh and everything else. He's a great addition to it. So that's this, when I know I peaked Right when Matthew has that certain moment where I say something, he just fucking he loses just it. Uses it. That's yeah. when I know I go, exactly. okay, good night. Everybody. Right. Good Cause night. I'm like, yeah. that's when I know Matthew, I've made generally laugh. Right. And and now that we know that the Skype thing works, um, you know, it's I mean, I live in town, obviously, but it is uh, very easy. I mean, there's no reason you seem to be doing an amazing job, Steve, on getting guests on the show, um, you know. And so yeah. now that we know the Skype thing works, then uh, there's no reason that I think that you and me and Matthew have a good rapport for me to Skype in if I can't drive over oh, here. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And for Eric to Skype in now, like. Even if Eric and I both do it once a month and you got a guest, I mean, you're always going to have that three then. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's a really good future going on with uh, what's turning into the show and stuff. I no, mean, it I, sucks that Eric is so far away, but this, I mean, this tonight has been a really fun night. The second half of this episode has been great. And maybe it's the second bottle of wine, the pink Moscato, and I'm touching <laughs> myself inappropriately. So maybe it's that pink Moscato. You never know. But I switch it up. <laughs> But yeah, no, Eric, like I said, like anytime you have a Friday off or if you were able to get a job where you have your Fridays off, I'm never going to say no. Like Definitely. we, we fucking built this thing. And honestly, it's like, it's been weird. Like, like when I think it was like, I think the first couple episodes when you were gone, I, it was pretty rough. 
Um, I mean, we did have Samantha on, and she's always a great character and stuff like that. And we did have a couple episodes where, like, I, I did one episode where it was just her and I, and I, I, I don't know if I'm too close to the situation, but I really thought I was – she even she said it, but I don't know if she was just being nice, but she's like, you're actually pretty good at interviewing people. Hmm. So I was very surprised with that and, you know, things. But it is like we – Matthew and I did notice, like – I mean, sometimes Matthew and I will have great shows where it's just him and I, but sometimes we're just like, you know, we need that third person. That third person does help, yeah, yeah. No, when we were doing the 12-year productions thing, when we brought Carly in, like – it was just a very different dynamic having that third person, the third mind, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. And Eric, like I said, the door is always open for you. And, uh, heck, even if we did find a co-host, you're like, I'm moving back to Arizona. I literally be like, you're fired. <laughs> Goodbye. co-host. <laughs> Get out. Sorry. <laughs> I like how you say how big the tits are. And I'm all like, you really got to stop getting fat guys in here. Uh, <laughs> I know. Sorry, but it's like, I said, so chicks. I'm like, that's no, why no, I'm no, cutting the carbs, chicks. man. Tits. You said tits, not chicks. So technically, I'm in the clear. Yes. <laughs> and let's be honest, that Hawaiian dude had pretty big tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Mecca like a high, mecca holy shit. Holy, come shit. on, I want to lay you. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, if I'm able to figure out a schedule where I am uh, regularly available on Friday nights. Then I would definitely be down to do this via Skype. Um, you know, like I said, when I first left, my my biggest concern was that the technological details would be too much to make it really work effectively. And it wasn't until I actually had the studio built and I was like, okay, now the way I've got everything set up, you know, I've got a computer that runs Skype, and that is the computer I use. Like when when Stephen and I do Crichtoncast. Wait. It's just that computer. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold Eric. On. Wait a second. Let's Wait back a second. that up. Hold You're on. like, I finally have a computer that runs Skype. What the fuck were you working on? A Comcast <laughs> from 1998? Like, no, no. <laughs> No, this no. What Emily being piece of software here? Like. I'm like, you know, I was I was running this 386, right? And it just wasn't cutting it. I had a Commodore 64. This shit just was not loading. Uh, I bumped up to a 486, and oh my gosh, the worlds that have opened up to me. Um, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that, like, right now. I mean, exactly. a, a casual exactly. onlooker. I posted a picture on Twitter. If you go over to my Twitter at Eric J Dewey, uh, follow me. I try to tweet occasionally. I've actually, I've noticed that Twitter is kind of coming back a little bit. Like for a while, their Twitter died out and Facebook was winning, and now Twitter's kind of coming back a little bit. The way Facebook is kind of, Facebook is kind of uh, waning a little bit because of its all all its algorithms and the way that you don't get to see everything that you want to see with Twitter. Everybody you follow, you see. So yeah. right now Twitter's making a little bit of a comeback and I, I kind of dig that. So I've been using hey, Twitter a little Twitter, bit more on pog form, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you see the picture I posted on my Twitter at Eric J. Dewey, you'll see that I've got, you know, a soundboard and I've got a laptop and a computer and microphones. And like, I've got a lot of equipment set up to do this. Um, but it's worth it. It's totally yeah. worth it to go through all this trouble and get everything set up to make this happen. Um, because between us, I mean, we're talking about right now we've got three computers, two soundboards, three microphones, two headphone amps, a digital recorder. I mean, we've got a lot of actual equipment making this podcast right now. 
Yeah, a lot of fucking equipment across two different states, thousands of miles apart. And it's fantastic and it's working beautifully. I like I jumped onto my phone and listened to the show to see, you know, that we were coming across well and everything. And it's coming across crystal clear. I'm like, this is fucking beautiful. Technology is wonderful. I love technology. Like, don't ever let anybody tell you that technology sucks because it fucking doesn't. It's awesome. Talk to cavemen. They. Get Those fucking cavemen, man. Fuck them. No, I'm at the bar chilling out. I'm like, oh, I like this new iPhone I got. He's like, iPhone? Look at the wheel. And I'm like, come on. You're like, I've Dude, seen that cool. shit. It's round, whatever. Get over it. It's on my car. Oh, you drive car. Oh, better than me. I didn't I didn't, I, I didn't say <laughs> that. Dude, 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 chill. Uh-huh. chill. Let, let me buy you a beer. Let me buy you a beer. Steve-O gets into. <laughs> yeah, me and fucking Barney Rebel don't get a lot. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I'm going to fuck your face up. Hey. Get over here, Fred. If you ever get into a fight with Barney Rubble, just be like, dude, go home to your hot fucking wife, dude. What the hell are you doing here? Stop. Like, Maybe seriously, Betty is fucking hot. What's wrong with you? Go home. I would be saying, wait, you're here? So Betty's by herself? I'm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. about to get with some pretty pebbles. <laughs> I know which pebble you live in, bitch. I'm going to your house. When they did those, like, God, I can't believe I'm even thinking about this now. I was like, when they finally did, like, you know, uh, Bam Bam and uh, Pebbles, like, grown up, like, teenagers and stuff, I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I did that? Pebbles. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I need to Google grown up Pebbles now. I want to see what you're talking about here. Uh, should have ended this podcast 10 minutes up. ago now. No, <laughs> when Steve starts creeping on cartoon women, <laughs> that's when you got to extend it for four hours. <laughs> Oh shit! Fuck! I can't type. What the fuck is wrong with my fingers? Uh, <laughs> my fingers. Yeah. What's wrong with your fingers is two bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. And I, I and I I uh, I this something negative good. about that implication, sir. Uh, images for grown-up pebbles. Let's take a look here. I don't know if you want to type that in, Eric. You're probably just oh, going to get a bunch of like. Pornos. Yeah, uh, no, no. She's got a real uh, aerial vibe going to her. I dig it. Yeah, I want to, you know, I want to be where the Flintstones are. <laughs> want to be where they're jumping and dancing. She Some, was writing poetry. Like I want to know what it's like to move their car with their what you call quiet feet. 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 <laughs> uh, oh, damn good pull there. Damn good they're pull. Rocking down with those. I don't have anything to rhyme with rock. Yeah, I think we're gonna wrap up we, this episode. We need to wrap it up with, <laughs> with Steve Poetry. With Steve Poetry reading about the Flintstones oh, with a Disney musical. Yeah. Actually, is, isn't it Doctor Seuss's birthday or some shit today? <laughs> Well, technically, his name is Theodore, but... Um, Anyways, I, I believe it is Dr. Seuss's birthday or some shit today, and uh, I think we just ended it on some very sweet poetry that would that would rival the great Dr. Seuss himself. This, I, you know, I, I am sorry, Matthew, I hope you are enjoying Ireland, but this has been a great end to a show. Uh, we're going to pull up and wrap it up here with uh, one last song from the soundtrack and the steve poetry is gonna have to come back more often oh is <laughs> that it? was so great 
Oh shit! Where the fuck is oh. that song? Oh no! Now we're gonna have dead airspace because you can't find yeah, the you, you, you didn't have the song ready. I was gonna let Erica take over. I uh, have our final. Oh. I have our fuck this shit is I'm out song was, like ready to yeah. go as far as that's concerned. But uh, yeah, if you've got something to play before that, then by all yeah. means, I, I want to hear it. To play for that. What I what I was saying at is I was gonna have Erica close out the show tonight because uh, he hasn't done it in a while. Yeah. So you know, talk about the definitely where they can find us and everything like that, and then you would you would play your fuck this shit I'm out song, and then after that song ends, I have a song. To end the like, you know, when we 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 go off the air for people to listen to, I I just found the perfect song for okay. that. So. so so as everybody can tell, this is an extremely well scripted show. <laughs> oh yeah. So <laughs> we are following a very specific plan here. Um, um, actually, and and I'm I'm quite honest with you. I'm like, oh crap, yeah, we've got we've got a whole thing about, and I even helped write this. Okay, <clears throat> so okay. here we go. Please follow us on all of our various platforms. You can find us at sociallyawkwardstudios.com. Very freshly updated, by the way. Foreheadradio.com. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, the Zoom Marketplace, the Blackberry Podcast Directory, Blueberry Podcast Directory, Miro Guide, PodDirectory.com, Double Twist, Swell Radio, Player FM, and now Google Play Music. Uh, definitely check out our sponsor, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on a four-eyed radio production and receive 10% off your order. Uh, we've also got amazon.com backing us up here. If you go to the sasquatch.net or foureyedradio.com and click on that Amazon banner, you shop like normal. You don't pay a single penny more than you would if you went to Amazon.com directly. But we get a couple of pennies on the side. It's fantastic. Um, it, as a matter of fact, uh, just a little side note. I did get my payment for the last – like they do it quarterly. I did get the payment for the last quarter, which was about oh, yeah. 25 bucks. Not a lot, but – it does cover some of the costs. I mean, we do pay 20 bucks a month to run the Spreaker. We pay 10 bucks a month to run Dropbox, which hosts all our uh, files. Wait a second. This sounds like a lot of data. This is bullshit. Where's the end of this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the song, so I don't know. Why. Hey, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash four eyed radio network. <laughs> And yeah. uh, uh, I will go ahead and uh, I'll I'll play the uh, the the closing song, which you guys won't hear. But oh. in 25 seconds, Stephen, from the oh, moment okay. I say now, wait 25 seconds and then play whatever you're gonna play. Okay. All right. Yeah, and sounds good. Of course. Now. Good night. Wait, you saying Fuck now? This shit, I'm out. I said now. I said now. Now we're at 18 seconds now. 17 seconds. 16. Oh, you better I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. We're officially in the after show, so. I need a vacation Sometimes I feel like I wanna go To the city of cavemen The city of bedrock I'd be a Flintstone 
Now I'll tell you why. Well, I got, I got a woman named a Wilma. Well, I got, I got a baby named a Pepper. Well, I got, I got a doggy named a Dino. We do a little boy and we drink a little vino. Well, I got a little bunny, bunny rubber. Got a nigga by the name of Bunny Rubber. saw on the line eric but you can uh you can close out the show now we're, we're officially in the in the in the after show is this the is this the after show <laughs> yeah i put the i put the music down so and steven's taking a piss right now but uh yeah uh <laughs> so, well, we're still broadcasting you. because i haven't uh, officially turned off the uh oh okay the speaker yet so hey anybody still listening uh good news you've tuned into the after show Welcome to the real party. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, I don't know what else we're going to say. I don't know. I I had a blast, guys. Um, I know, you know, Steve, Steve's not here right now, but I'm so glad that he was able to, to come on the show. I mean, we, we recorded a show earlier, and it's it's really weird for me because um, when doing the Crichton cast, we've been doing it in the morning. And so it's the first time really that i've been recording a podcast where i haven't been drinking at all (laughs) (laughs) like seriously at all um like even when i was doing uh the bond cast i was doing i i would usually have at least a drink with me like just to just to help me get loose to be in a more conversational mood i wouldn't get (laughs) i wasn't drinking a bottle and a half of wine by myself like i am right now but I, w- I usually had at least a drink to help get me flowing. So it's it's really because I'm doing it so early in the morning for me, it's it, it's it's the most sober <laughs> podcast I've ever done. So um, um uh, I do have to, I want to ask this question. So um I don't know if you want to talk about it on air. If not, we can when we wrap up this little after party thing or whatnot. Um <laughs> but uh okay, okay. Is is uh is the is the Bondcast ever gonna come back? Like, or did that whole thing just that's just done? The, 
that definitely needs to be an off-air discussion. I'd be happy to 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 get into more detail with you, but it does need to be an, an off-air discussion. I'm not trying to. Just, I just uh, want, I just want to make sure because I'm like I don't know I know I know a little bit of stuff that happened and then literally I was like I I literally thought it was like this is just going to be like this for now and then we're it's gonna a come weird back. story. It's a so, really yeah. weird story, but it, it's definitely yeah. a, an off-air story. <laughs> <laughs> does it, okay now eric does it have to be an off-air store or can it be a story that we record and people can purchase a premium <laughs> membership and then listen to this epic podcast that our patron like, members will get to hear the full story um that's what they're doing now have you be, can you believe that like it's funny i don't follow that group on twitter except for like there's like two people that are still like somewhat associated with that group that i follow on twitter so occasionally a tweet mm-hmm. gets retweeted or or favorited or whatever that shows up in my timeline and so i still occasionally get like a random tweet from that group and i'm like oh what the hell and I'll go and I'll take a look and I'm like, oh, that's what they're doing now. And yeah, so now it's not a uh, pay a monthly membership and you'll get this special Dropbox link. Now they've gone to Patron, uh, mm-hmm. which I, I'm not dissing Patro- the the Patron uh, mindset at all. I think that's a fantastic idea. Being able to go out, basically blasting it out to your public and be like, hey, if you listen to this show and you like it and would like a little extra – Go to this website, give us a little bit of money, and we'll give you a little bit more than what everybody else gets. That's a totally cool idea. Like, I totally dig it. Uh, Range Command Power Hour uses a Patron, and it's fantastic for them. Like, they have a whole group of people that they get, like, an uncut episode. Like, they get the unedited episode before they put it out on the network. And, like, I'm like, that's that's a cool idea. Like, that's cool. Um it's, I just want to do one episode where it's all like, all right, if you want the full episode, and they listen to the episode, they're like, it's just Matthew. But how do I how do I get just, it? It's Steve out. <laughs> it's it's just Matthew. Up? It's just Matthew saying Lisa sucks. No, it'd literally be Matthew having a conversation with me, but like my whole, entire You're, audio is gone. gone yeah. So it's just Matthew going like, yeah. So this yeah. is what I did this week. You'd be like, Haha, yeah. You're like, but what? Wait, who's he talking to? Exactly. Is he talking to anybody? Is anybody on the other line? What? I don't. I don't understand. Stand patron. In fact, I was just all like, oh, "Yeah, I can get fucking drunk." What off you of need that. to do is be. A, if you be a patron gold member, then you get the other half of that conversation. Oh, I'd make it like Pokemon. You have to purchase <laughs> red float <and> get, <laughs> to get everything. Gotta collect it all. Gotta like, wait, to what? Pop. I don't understand uh, what's happening right now. I don't know. I have no idea. I am leaving though. I uh, this has been a lot of fun. I am taking off. I right. have at home for obvious reasons that I've already yeah. discussed. <laughs> the, the bikini show is starting. The show is starting. Uh, so you guys enjoy your post uh, podcast banter, and this has been a lot of fun. And we will definitely have to do this again, especially as Matthew uh, decides to have a child. Yeah. yeah, no, what's yeah. The, what's How dare he? Gonna, How dare he have sex with his beautiful yeah, wife like, oh, and create a I, child out of it? How dare I, he? Myself. I bought a house. I have a family. Yeah, look I'm having kids. I'm going to Ireland. What's like, with oh, all this adulting yeah. bullshit, Matthew? What the fuck? Are you trying to put us to shame over here? We get it, Matthew. Everyone's very happy for you. Right. Congratulations. I don't know if I like you anymore. <laughs> No, I'm just I, – I, I, the sad part is I'm like I'm going to have a kid for the wrong reasons. I'm like, look, I just don't want to be the creepy guy at parties now without the child. And without everyone's all like, 
It was like, why are we inviting him to birthday parties? He doesn't, he doesn't have, even a child, have a kid. So like, no, no, he adopted. He adopted a, a 14 year old. It was really weird. Dude, that's even creepier now. That's <laughs> no, I, 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 would adopt, I would adopt an 18 year old just because I'm all like, oh, don't pay for anything. No, 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 no. I'm bad. My bad. My you, bad. You'd I'm have sorry. to. It would have to be 17. You'd have to be like an adopt a, a 17 and 11 month year old. You'd be like, I'm going to adopt you. I'm going to be in charge of you for one month. Yeah. And then you're, you're then you're free. Then you can do what the fuck you want. <laughs> you're, wait, you're 17. When's your 18th birthday? Perfect. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh. You took it to a dark place, Steve. Oh, why? Why? Yeah, why did you have to take it to a dark place? Mine was you're 17 and you're gonna turn 18 in a month. Perfect. That means I only have to take care of you for that month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, uh, Eric, if I wanted to fuck 18 year olds, I can just literally post a misconnection on Craigslist. <laughs> On that note, I am leaving now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steven, thank your, you so much yeah. for joining us. Uh, everybody, watch uh, watch for the next episode of Crichton Cast, which I promise you is not as drunken as this was, uh, even though it was recorded the same day as this. <laughs> same um, day. Much Good more drunk. coherent, oddly enough. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but in a couple of weeks, you'll be able to see that uh, the great train robbery. Uh, great episode. I think it was a fantastic episode. We had a great discussion. It was a great book, great movie, and I think we had a fantastic discussion about it. So it's going to be one of our best episodes yet, if not the best thus far. I mean, out of four, sure. you know. But <laughs> have a but good I night. Figured. Enjoy your bikini show. I am going to. Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Uh, and then I will see you guys the next time that uh, the podcast is needed for a third oh, person. Definitely. You're like, and even if we're not, you're if, you're you're always welcome to come on. I mean, I, I guarantee know. you, Stephen, if you just show up on a Friday night at the door and be like, "Hey guys, uh, I brought pink Moscato," you right, will get to be on the show. It doesn't matter how many guests they have. I guarantee I, you, they'll find a place I, for you on I, the show. I, I, Find this weekend and just stocking up on this stuff and just have it like in my place. And people are like, oh, you got some wine? I'm like, fuck yeah, I got some wine. Hell yeah, I got pink Moscato, bitch. My what you think this is? Up. A fucking well, amateur fair, hour? Pretty up by the time people show up. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, he took a week yet. He took a week off from work just to drink it. Oh god. All right. All good right. night. I am leaving. Good night, Eric. And good have night, a safe. Good night, Stephen. Uh, Yes, I am driving home now. Good luck to me. Oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't mean that. I mean, be careful. Hawaii. Yes, Hawaii is yeah. going to be great. I am, I am, my goal, my goal is to take a selfie next to Michael Crichton's old house because he owned a second home in Kauai. Oh, cool. Where nice. I'm going. So my goal is to find that estate and take a selfie in front of it and hopefully not get Do not get arrested. Pretty guy you're arrested. So or yes, if you nice. do get arrested, at least make it a good story oh, for the show. An empty right. bottle of that, and they'll be like, okay. I brought the Moscato. What did you bring? <laughs> Guys, like We brought the handcuffs, sir. Right. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, Stephen, you good have a wonderful night. evening. You have a great trip in Hawaii. And uh, I don't know how far. I think this is when Eric and I are going to be like, come on, I want to lay you. What? Ah. <laughs> All right. I'm leaving now. Good Goodbye. Night. Goodbye. Goodbye, sir. Take care. Have a good night. All right. So now we can talk about what we really think about Steven, right? Oh, I love him. I think I, I do too. He's a fucking great guy. He's really stand up. Like he's not listening right now, is he? I don't no, want him to was. hear this. 
basically left and looked at me and just shook his head. He goes, I'm never coming back. <laughs> good, because I, I don't want him to hear this part, but, like, seriously, he is a fucking good dude. Like, seriously, like, the way, like, I talked to him via, you know, obviously, I've, I've never been really, really good friends with him as far as, like, hanging out on, on the regular. I met him through everybody through this show and the 12 a podcast and everything. But like, seriously, he seems just like a stand up dude. Like the way he talks about his wife and his kids, like he genuinely loves those people and he's just a fucking good dude. Like, and I, I hope he's not hearing this right now because I don't want him here to me saying this shit yeah. about him. Okay. Oh, he's, been he's been listening to socially awkward, um, like <laughs> he'll listen to it at work and some of that. So he will hear this. Cause yeah, so I hope he's not listening to the show he was on. Like, I hope he like tunes out. No, he because won't. I don't want him to hear me say this shit about him. <laughs> oh, he's back. <laughs> what? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Okay. That asshole. That motherfucker right there. Um, you got your watch. <laughs> now he's leaving. Okay. <laughs> he came back in a huff and I was like, oh shit, what happened? Oh crap, he heard us. He heard us. No, but seriously, dude, that guy. I mean, I he, 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 he's so working, he's working hard. He's got the wife and kids going on and he's always taking care of them. Like he makes time to do our show, the Crichton cast that we're doing, but he makes it between like, he's, he's like, all right, I'm just dropping my kid off at school and then I'll be home ready to record. I'm like, dude, like seriously, like no rush. <laughs> like seriously, I'm like, just, I'm working and yeah, I've got the kid too, but she's 17. She's almost 18. She's pretty self-sufficient in most things at this point yeah you know i really only have to be there as kind of a general oversight type of situation <laughs> these days and, and to be fair eric you're most likely like did you eat today I'm like yeah you're like all right <laughs> did you like, did you did no i'm serious did you eat yeah did <laughs> don't lie to me home? don't don't fucking lie to me <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, I, I had I had lunch at school. You're like, all right. And then you're like then you're just like in your head you're like I fucking I, I bet you today. that I bet you she didn't fucking eat. What the fuck, man? What am I doing wrong? Where have I gone wrong as a parent? Um No, seriously though. Like like to be serious for a second, like she's not really going my daughter is not really fuck going shit, to I'm school out. anymore. Mm -hmm. We're doing this. It's not technical homeschooling. Basically, we've discovered we've tried homeschooling, we've tried online schooling, we've tried regular school, we've tried all these things. It's just not really. It doesn't fit her. It really doesn't. So what we're doing is we are preparing her to take the You know, I've got the books. We've got the everything planned. Our plan is to have her ready to go before May to take the GED so that she has her gd about the same time as her best friend in phoenix there graduates high school so that she you know, okay. about the same time so that's kind of what we're doing we're kind of going through the we've got this book that we ordered from amazon.com going through the sasquatch.net to get prepared for the gd and uh it, it's kind of interesting because we're going through and we're i'm really finding out the areas that she does need a little bit of help with compared to the areas that she's totally got like yeah we don't even have to worry about this part of the test it's golden it's fine um so that's really kind of what we're doing as far as school is concerned for her uh it's weird though because in ohio the laws are a little bit different and technically she is supposed to be either in school or have a job until she's 18 so we have to kind of figure out how we're uh, you know not going to get fined <laughs> 
No, I, I get it. I mean, like certain people, like there's certain stuff that doesn't work. I mean, like my brother Ryan, um, his biggest thing was uh, like he could come. He would not do any of the homework when he was in high school, but he would pass all the tests, mm-hmm. A plus, all that kind of stuff, because he understood the information. He just didn't like doing all the stupid, crappy, busy work. Yeah. Now that that sucks because it's like, well, obviously he retains the information. He knows what he's doing, but you're going to, you're going to give him a lower grade because he's not doing basically quote unquote bullshit assignments. Yeah. That, that is a lot of how I was when I was in school. My biggest issue was getting bored with the classes. And I know I'm, I'm not trying to be one of those bullshit. Oh, I'm so smart. I got bored with the classes. no, I know that my technical intelligence is, you know, whatever the score number is, is, is higher than the average. I don't fucking care. That's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that like, literally I would be sitting in the class and I'd be like, I don't want to do this because it bores the fuck out of me. And then they would assign me lessons to do outside of the class. And I'd be like, uh, fuck that even more than the lessons you were trying to teach me in the class. But when it came time for testing, my tests in each individual class and my standardized testing were always very good because the information was there. It's just I wasn't learning. And and I'm not trying to say I'm smarter than the average person. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. I'm, I'm saying I learn differently. Yeah, no, than the I average totally person. The the way I take in information, I have to be interested in it. If I'm not interested in it, I just block it out. <laughs> There's yeah, a whole yeah. lot of shit that I know fucking nothing about because it just doesn't interest me. So I didn't fucking pay attention. And it's not that I'm too smart for that. I'm not trying to claim that. I'm just saying that the information, it, it's not something that I wanted to learn. So I just fucking didn't. Uh, math, for example, I was always okay at doing the math, but I didn't like doing it. If I liked doing it, I probably could have been very good at it, but I didn't like it. It wasn't fun for me. So I just, I did the bare minimum I needed to get by, and that was it. Didn't do anything beyond that. So when I took the GED test, it was very, very easy because it's very, very minimal as far as what's necessary. I took it. I passed it. In fact, I was in the 98th percentile on my GED test. That's right, folks. Only 2% of high school dropouts are smarter than me. That's something to be proud of, right? So who were those high school dropouts? <laughs> That's the thing. Is like, it's like you're in the 98th percentile. I'm like, okay, so what that means is that there's only 2% of people who took this test that are smarter than me. Oh, wait. This is the GED test, which means... Two percent of high school dropouts are smarter than me. Hey, Eric, there's two guys out there who are gloating that they're smarter than you. <laughs> they're like, now. you motherfucker, you stupid <laughs> ass bitch. We started a podcast. You know what we started? We started an Indiegogo page. So yeah. We are in space right now. We are on Mars. Nobody knows it. It's a secret. We are on Mars. Hey, did you ever read or watch The Martian? No, I still haven't watched that. I heard. I have good. not seen the movie, but I recently read the book. Okay, Scott Mosier liked the book, so I'm the curious. The book what you was say. phenomenal. The book was amazing. Oh my god! Like I don't want to watch the movie now because I'm like I'm worried because I've seen the trailers and I was like, oh hey, you know, Matt Damon looks like he's good in this part. And then I read the book and I was like, I don't know if Matt Damon can pull this off. <laughs> 
the character in the book is so awesome. He's so charismatic. He's so like, hey, Matt Damon is a great actor. He's a great guy. He looks like a, a stand-up dude. But the guy in this book, the character in this book, is just so fucking smart and knows it. He knows it. That's the thing. But he's not super smug about it. He's not like the oh I'm smarter than you about it. He's more like yeah I know I know the reason I'm about to die. <laughs> it's kind of how it goes. Isn't that kind of like Matt Damon's character? I I, I mean I've only, I've saw her like a long time ago, but isn't that almost him in like Goodwill Hunting? Um. A little bit. In Goodwill Hunting, it's more like he's not really like showing it off when he's like Yeah, smart. he knows in Goodwill Hunting, he plays a character that has analytical power. In The Martian, the character and again, like I said, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't speak towards the movie character. But in yeah. the book, the character that Matt Damon eventually plays in the movie is smart in the way that he is fully knowledgeable in a lot of things, but he doesn't show it off until he needs it. Mm. Like the moment he needs it, he's like, oh, by the way, I know that these potatoes are going to grow at this rate because if they don't, I'm going to fucking die. But he's also funny and charismatic, and it's just the perfect character to be this guy who's stuck alone on Mars. Um, if you haven't read the book, I highly, highly recommend it. I read okay. it because it was just in a pack of I, I got like a pack of ebooks that were like the the New York Times bestseller list or whatever for a certain month or whatever yeah. the fuck it was, and I happened to get it, and I was like, oh hey, The Martian, yeah, they made a movie of this. I should read this. Great, great book. It mixes this personal drama of this man being stuck alone on Mars by himself with a little bit of humor, just enough to, to break it up without it being, it's not a humorous, it's not a funny book. Um, no, I, I definitely highly recommend it. I look forward to, uh, the author, like this was his debut novel. The Marshall was his debut novel. This was the first thing he wrote and it exploded. I look forward to whatever he has next because uh, hopefully he can live up to this and produce something else. (laughs) I know it sucks. I almost feel bad for authors whose first book explodes into something big because it's like now they're like, fuck, I got to follow that. You know, like like with Steven and I, we talk about Michael Crichton. Crichton wrote a bunch of shit before he got famous. You know, he wrote a ton of shit that was – meh before he wrote jurassic park <laughs> you know what i'm yeah, saying exactly. like, i think i honestly think jurassic park was probably like the only um uh Crichton book that i've read so far and i really enjoyed it and the funny part that i love I, I i thought was actually interesting about it is uh when i read that book that's actually I, i'm wondering if you guys are going to bring this up on when you when you finally get to the jurassic our park, uh, our next episode to record will be on jurassic park so yeah it's coming up Okay, because I'm I'm interested if you guys are actually going to talk about the correlation between the uh, the the Sega Genesis game that came out and how it actually took a lot of stuff from the book Ooh. into the game. I honestly have never played the Sega Genesis game, so I will have to talk to Steven and see if he has. If not, I'm going to have to find a ROM somewhere 
and check it out because yeah, that is – I mean, honestly, we had already discussed – Stephen and I had, actually had a Marco Polo earlier where we discussed how the Jurassic Park episode is going to be a long episode. Whether it's an extra long one episode or whether we split it into two parts, it's going to be a big episode because we're going to have a lot to talk about. Um, that didn't even come up, so I'm going to have to check with him, see if he's played it. If not, I'm going to have to download ROM and check it out. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's, there it's, there was a lot in the novel that didn't make it into the movie. In fact, there were specific things that I found that from the first novel that made it into the second movie, oddly enough. But we'll get to that. I mean, definitely follow us at CrichtonCast on the uh, Twitters and the Facebook. CrichtonCast.com is where you can find us easily. I, I'm going to plug us because I really want this show to take off. I think I think we're doing a good job. <laughs> I mean, personally. Um, but I really think we're doing a good job with this. And so I hope that people who are interested in this kind of thing check us out. <laughs> Even in my uh, inebriated state when we've got less than three minutes left on this live broadcast. Check it out. Yeah, no, com. yeah no, definitely check that out because I want to I want to know because originally like I didn't read the book until like later, like years later after yeah. I. I saw the movies like multiple times and then I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, let me check out Jurassic Park. The book. Oh yeah. Me too. Me was- too. I definitely saw the movie first before ever ingesting the actual novel. It's, yeah. And then it was weird. Cause I'm like reading the book and I'm going like, man, all this seems familiar, but I know it wasn't in the movie. And then I was like, Oh my God, this was all in like the Sega Genesis game. Really? Like, the, the, yeah. It was like, basically there's like a level right. where like you're going down, like you're on a raft. Okay. All right. And like the and there's a part where like the T Rex shows up and everything like that I'm like wow this this literally sounds like the part in the video game. That's awesome. Yeah, we might have to do like a a crossover. Like I'll have to talk to Steven, but we might need to do like a crossover Crichtoncast Arcade Bros episode and talk about the we Jurassic to, Park video I, games. I thought that was very interesting that they had like stuff from the book in the video game, and this is even before we knew they were going to make a second movie. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that was, like I said, in the second movie, they threw a few things in from the first book, which I thought was interesting, even though there was a second book, which he never intended. I mean, and we'll, we'll talk about it on the Crichton cast, of course, but he never intended to write a second book. The Jurassic park was intended to be a complete story. Uh, the success of the movie is what prompted a sequel. Mm. And he wrote the sequel so that there could be a sequel movie. And Jurassic Park 3 was just bullshit. Fuck that shit. Uh, we'll yeah, talk actually, about it. We'll talk about it, but it's just bullshit. I think, uh, we, I think brought about, uh, we brought up actually Jurassic Park 3, where it was like, yeah, there was like a movie that I was watching where like it just ends. And I'm like, oh, it's Jurassic Park 3. Yes. Uh, yes. It's like they ran out of money. It's like they were like got three quarters through the movie, ran out of money, and just said, "Okay, fucking end it here." Like it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Nobody's watching this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and then of course they brought everything back, you know, with Jurassic World, which I absolutely loved. I thought it was a, a great, you know, film. Just fun. Jurassic just World was very, very like, fun. It was very reminiscent of the first, but it did lack a few things that I thought the first movie had. And again, this is stuff that we will definitely talk about on the Crichton cast. So if you're interested in this at all, 
I highly encourage you to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, all that stuff, because we are going to be talking about Jurassic Park in depth, including Lost World and Jurassic World as far as uh, all that kind of stuff. So I'm bringing this up only because the live broadcast is ending in 7, 6, 5, 4. Thank you for hanging out with us, everybody. I appreciate it. Have a good night. Goodbye. Um, So the live broadcast is end. Anything that you're hearing now is the real after, after, after show. This is the super secret stuff that you only get if you're listening on the uh, RSS feed or iTunes or Stitcher or um, basically anything other than Spreaker. Spreaker's done. Spreaker's done at this point. They're they're done. They're Spreaker's given up. Spreaker sucks. Fuck you, Spreaker. Just kidding. Uh, Spreaker, you're uh, kind of cool like, for the most oh, part. Oh, oh. Like the hand you that feeds you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, though, with the numbers we've been getting from Spreaker lately, I am I was so excited when Facebook announced that thing that said that they were going to be doing a Facebook Live for audio only. Yeah. Like when they announced that, I was like, "That's going to be perfect. I can fucking ditch Spreaker altogether. We get like zero numbers from Spreaker. It's bullshit." Like, Spreaker sucks as far as numbers go. We're not getting anything from Spreaker. It's not good enough to warrant the 20 bucks a month I'm paying into Spreaker to have it. The only thing that it's good for is the live broadcast. So if Facebook Live actually does their audio only like they keep saying, I would be more than happy to switch SaaS over to Facebook Live and ditch Spreaker altogether. I mean, seriously, we get much better numbers off of everything else. Even Stitcher, which we get shit numbers from Stitcher. <laughs> but it's still better than Spreaker, for crying out loud. Well, I mean, uh, that's what I'm curious. Like, I want to see, like, within the next, like, you know, maybe, like, month or two, like, just how more listens we get just by, by adding the, you know, the Google Play. Because we haven't even had Google Play for, like, a, a, a month yeah, now. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't so. had any recordable numbers from Google Play yet. I've jumped in and checked, and... The way they do their reporting is weird, so I haven't had any recordable numbers from them yet. But I'm interested to see if that does have an effect. It'll it'll be pretty awesome. I think yeah. I think because it's Google. I mean, not only is it going to be, you know, people who are literally searching Google Play Music for podcasts, which people are doing now, but just the fact that it's Google means that we should in theory show up in more Google search results. So yeah, so um, I'm I'm thinking like I think things are gonna hopefully boost up. Well, it's just very weird. I like I'm just trying to. I'm basically me. I got to get more like just like likes on uh, you know Behorecast and Life is Shit and stuff like that. Just hopefully it can boost more numbers and get more listeners or whatnot. But but yeah, no, I mean it's a it's a weird game. But I'm actually interested to see like how much numbers go up with Google Play now. I I honestly to be honest, I'm, I don't even care about like half the shows that like I do or anything like that. I really want to see what the numbers are going to do with uh, the Power Ranger show. Right. Yeah, I was just talking to uh, uh, Eric Berry, who does the the Power Ranger podcast. He was uh, hitting me up. He wanted to know some numbers for a couple of episodes that had gone out recently. Um, he had noticed the same thing that most people have noticed is that our numbers as a network have been trending slightly downward. Mm-hmm. And for his show, because he is the, 
I mean, seriously, they get ridiculous numbers compared to the rest of the shows. Uh, his numbers have been going down even more. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not... I, I think the the Power Rangers show numbers have been going down the same percentage as all the rest of the shows. Like, it's been a pretty steady progression throughout all the shows. It's It's yeah. been a, a kind of a downtrend over the past few months, and it's not unexpected it does happen from time to time but you know it happens and when you have thousands of listens like they do it's noticeable mm-hmm. so he was asking me about it and i was telling him like hey you know it's happening across the network it's not just you it's more noticeable because of your percentage of how many listens you get but it's not unprecedented <clears throat> And hopefully, with both A, the fact that a new movie is coming out, which is going to increase interest in Power Rangers in general, yeah. and B, with the fact that we're going to be on Google, which gives us that extra boost no matter what, I think we're going to be okay here. And, you know, I think we're going to be kind of treading water here as far as... And, and I'm hoping even better than that, I'm hoping it, it boosts as people understand that, hey, hey, Google Play Music has these podcasts, and they're free, and you can download them, and there's a billion Android devices devices out there, and, yeah. you know, it should be a boost, I think. So I'm hoping that it works across the network as a little bit of a boost for everybody. No, that should be that should be very interesting. But I'm very curious how that's gonna like play into. I always I'm always like happy when we get like it's like oh people can now listen to us and just like see how many many people use that medium and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But um, yeah, but yeah, no, I, I think I think our I think the network we're doing we're doing good. But yeah, I'm ex- I'm actually honestly like I'm pretty stoked about the new Power Ranger movie. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, it's like I'll go ahead and see this. I'm like it looks like I can just sit down and just enjoy it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I said, um, I know we've talked about it before, but I I watched Power Rangers way back in the day when it was new, and I mean, I got into it. I was late to school many days because I was watching Power Rangers, and 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 the way that the schedule worked out, it's like I had to leave for school at seven forty five to be on time. But Power Rangers came on at 7. So if I watched that episode, then I didn't leave my house until 7.30 and I was late. you know. And that's the way it happened because I watched the episode. And that was the original. That was the old school. Yeah, with, um, uh, the, the, with basically the movies based on like the original, uh, the original five. Yeah, so I'm interested to see how they, how they turn this movie. Like obviously I know they're going to... Uh, try to make it more mass appeal as far as they're trying to get everybody into this movie, not just those Power Ranger fans. Honestly, I don't know if they need to do that. I mean, just looking at our numbers, uh, there's yeah. obviously enough Power Rangers fans that they could have, have catered just to those guys and been fine. But they're trying for the wide audience, and I think that's going to boost the listenership for that show for specifically and hopefully across the network in addition. That's uh, kind of my hope. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for everything and stuff like that, but yeah, like I said, man, anytime you want to come down, man, and you have the time, just, 
just let us know, man, because like, yeah, this we we know this works now, and it's it's. I think tonight's episode was really good. <laughs> We, we've got the technology. We know we can do it. That was my biggest concern. Like, when I left, I was like, guys, I'm not going to try to make you Skype in every week. I'm not going to try to make you go through the – jump through the hoops necessary. Once I got the studio built and I realized, okay, I can have this computer running Skype and I can have this computer running this Freaker and I can have this – you know, I've got all these things separate and I can do it. And I'm like, I think we can make this happen. And that's when I reached out and was like, listen, I'm going to have this Friday off and I want to do this. Um, yeah, now that I know that the technology has caught up to where we can do this, um, fairly easily, then yeah, anytime I have a Friday off, I will hit you up and let you know as soon as I know. No, perfect. Like, I'm like, I'm like, wow, this worked out really pretty well. So. All right, man. Well, uh, I know you probably got to go. Uh, my dogs are letting me know that they need to go outside and such. Bye. All good, man. All good. But thank you, Eric. Um, if we don't, well, I mean, we'll hear from you no matter what. Well, me and Matthew. Yeah, Marco Polo and Facebook and all those but, things. So, uh, Yeah, but uh, if we don't hear from you before, um, like coming on the show before uh, the Phoenix Comic Con, then uh, we'll definitely be doing a show uh, yep. that week when you come back. And uh, actually, uh, yeah, I'll tell you when, when, we, when you close out this episode what, uh, what uh, the idea I had that Steven. What's that? Uh oh! Did I lose you? Three hours and thirty minutes later, we finally have a disconnect. <laughs> All right, folks. If you're still listening, thank you. If not, hey, thank you anyway. Have a good night.